0: You're about to experience the cultural
1: phenomena that's sweeping the nation. Oh, yeah,
0: it's happening.
2: Take your sticking paws off me, you damn. Dirty ape!
1: episode 83 of the Stinking Paws podcast with Scott and no Charlie this week. Charlie's not too well, not going to be back for a couple of episodes, so desperate times call for desperate measures. (laughs) Um, Some of you may be familiar with the two guys I've invited along tonight. Give a warm welcome, it's it's Liam and Paul. Hello boys. Hello, how are you doing? Good evening (laughs) Scott. Hello, it's been a while since you've been in... The Balaban Sound Studio. It has indeed. It's improved a lot since the last time. <laughs> it's cleaner. Yeah, <laughs> like a room studio. What was the last episode you two were here for? Was it the Halloween? Halloween. Yeah. The mega Halloween episode. The Halloween, yeah. yeah. I
3: chose Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh,
2: I chose something really bad because Charlie was <coughs> my first choice. <laughs>
1: Darkness 4 was
3: the. the film down. that no one that's probably ever listened to this has <laughs> ever heard of.
1: <laughs> it's gone down in stinking poor's history, that film. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been about four years, three and a half years possibly, since we've actually sat and recorded, I think. Really? It's really? got to be. No. I thought it was about got... two. Yeah, I'd say two. Two and a half then? Yeah. If it was the a Yeah, so o- October. <laughs> I think the cat's <laughs> trying fair. to tunnel out. <laughs> <laughs> so Go on, carry on. October yeah. 2015, possibly. Yeah, 2016. 2016, I'd
3: say. I would have thought, because it was, yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I still remember the Christmas we had after it as well. And it wasn't before, it was just before that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been a while. We, we all agree it's been a while. So. Yeah, because it was the one that we watched The Exorcist, wasn't it? That was it. First Exorcist, time I ever watched it. Exorcist, American Werewolf. Texas Chainsaw, Darkness Falls. was one other. Really?
3: We got five. Yours four. was The Exorcist because that was the anniversary film. I chose Texas Chainsaw. You chose American Werewolf. No, uh, Charlie did. Oh, I think because yeah. he nicked mine. You yeah. chose
1: Darkness Falls. <clears throat> so that's four films. Yeah, it was it. Yeah. I thought we chose one each in a birthday movie. Anyway, yeah, anyway, sorry, yeah. that's all in the. Park. We digress. So you've been eagerly listening to every episode since you last here. Oh, I haven't missed an episode. <laughs> I have not missed a single one. I love the new theme tune. We'll be testing you on it later. Um, <laughs> so you're fully aware of our new feature foreplay. Yep. Yes, we do. Fully indeed. prepared for foreplay. Always. It's just—it's really embarrassing this conversation when we start talking about. it. I've always been prepared for foreplay. <laughs> Before we go into a bit of foreplay with you two fine young men, it's uh... <laughs> not the first time you said that, Scott. What's the film we're reviewing? Who's choosing this evening's movie?
2: Um, that'll be me.
1: That'll be you. What have we chosen tonight?
2: Well, well I've broken your rules by uh, choosing a film newer than uh, 10 years.
1: Yes, was going to have a word about that. Yeah. You
2: know. It's the first one that sprang to mind. That'll do. It's fine. So, what are we watching? We're watching Interstellar,
1: Christopher Nolan film. What year? How old is it now?
2: 2014, 2014, I think. think. Yeah, so...
1: Probably the most recent film we've... we've Well, I like to be different. (laughs) Okay, so before we go into our review of Interstellar, let's do some foreplay. One, two, three... Well, had I done
0: foreplay...
1: Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah! Uh. Woohoo! Okay, Liam Paul, Foreplay is the section of the show where we select four items. It could be four movies, it could be four actors, four directors, four scenes from movies, or whatever, dictated possibly by the movie we're going to watch. So, Interstellar features, is it two robots in Interstellar?
2: Yeah, called uh, Tars and Case. Right. So very unusual robots aren't they?
1: Yeah, they're quite distinctive, aren't they? So yeah. the four place subject tonight is robots in movies. Yes. So as you've yes. selected Interstellar Paul, what's your first robot? Um from one of my
2: favourite films. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but um Sunny.
1: Anyone know what film that's from? Sunny. Sunny the robot, Real Any ideas?
3: Was it the Real version of what was Married to yeah. share.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was he a cyborg? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sonny. Sonny. Will
1: Smith movie. What oh, I his am, favourite movie. I am.
3: iRobot. iRobot. This is possibly
1: Legend. one of his favourite movies. That's another yeah, thing it we it need to talk about. He does
3: refer to that film
2: quite a lot. My Robot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Just It's one of those films, whenever it comes on telly, I'll always watch it. Very uh, strange. But yeah.
3: It's uh, very. Do you know? What? I have to. I have to be honest. I've not actually seen the film. Oh yeah. It's not... all CGI, isn't it? The robot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Long... I mean, it's quite old now. It's um, probably fifteen years old.
4: Yeah.
2: Early two thousands, I reckon. But no, it was. Um, it was a. Uh, in the movie, it's the first
3: robot that grows an actual uh, conscience. Yes. So is it? I've heard about like the film. Is it's the robot that? Yeah, obviously it grows its conscience, yeah, that, and then it's the... Yeah, They it's a futuristic world where robots
2: are servants. Right. And they're all built just to obey commands, but this one has a conscience. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I've never seen it. It really is a very good movie, and even with the CGI, it, it stands the test of time. I mean, yeah, you'd probably watch it now for the first time and think, oh, they could have done better. But,
1: no, it's... um. I, I just remember it as being a very average film. I don't remember anything to I've never watched it since. It's never been really? one of those ones I've gone back to. I think I really enjoyed that. There you go. But yeah, how many times have you seen? It's got to be 20, 30. Times. How many?
3: <laughs> honestly. Honestly.
1: Sorry. Sorry. I genuinely mean say that again.
3: Sorry. I didn't 20 or 30 times. Oh, okay. But what's the best? That's, I mean, fair
2: play. It's well obviously Will Smith. love him as an actor. Yeah.
1: What is a person? what is a person? I don't know
2: He's a lovely person. <laughs> He's a lovely person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I love sci-fi films yeah. and it's just, it's just an easy, easy watch. It's okay. nothing too Is it one
1: mysterious. of the ones that if you've got you're, you're struggling to find something to watch in the pile of DVDs. That's the one you'll and you will going have. have to, Is that what you see, to pay yeah. yeah, if
2: you flick through the TV, it's often on film four. Um, and you'll yeah. always watch it. Maybe. If it's half hour in or ten minutes in, mm. I will sit there and watch the rest of it. I don't know why I've never watched it. You
3: really should. I think it's the same as I Am Legend as well, Will Smith. I love I, Will Smith films. I've I, never I, I films. don't
2: like
1: I Am Legend. I watched I, that again recently, actually.
2: It was too it's similar to 28 Days,
1: I thought. 28 Days Later? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then they're all sort of based on the Iron Legend, or the original Matheson yeah, yeah. Yeah. novel, yeah, yeah, the apocalyptic sort yeah, of. Last Man on Earth sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, excellent, nice. That's, that's one that I certainly haven't included. Liam, your first robot. Um, I mean, I, I would probably, if I'm going to pick,
3: mm-hmm. I will go with the original and The Great Terminator. Good choice. Um, I mean, first of all, Arnie plays him, which, can you ever doubt, (laughs) Mr. Olympia, the seven-time Mr. Olympia himself, as, is it the T-800?
1: I think it is. I mean, I get confused, because the T-1000 was Robert Patrick.
3: Yes, that was, yeah.
1: And then I think there's other
2: versions. So the first Terminator is when he was a bad guy, wasn't it? Yeah.
3: And, yeah. But, yeah, I think you just can't. I mean, it's Arnie. You don't even have to say anything about it. you can't argue with the Terminator. I do like by physically and literally and mentally, you couldn't argue with the Terminator. The man's it's going to destroy you if you try it.
1: I was I was going to sort of pick that one, but I, I thought that one would come up somewhere along the line. Yeah. Someone was going to choose the Terminator because it is the obvious choice. So it's it's the classic, isn't
3: yeah. it? Yeah, he, he's the ultimate. In I mean, for me, like watching a Terminator film, I was a kid when I first saw him. So what, what could you want him? Harley riding leather jacket, <laughs> that, just that, the whole, the what he put in, everything about it was yeah, it's just everything he done was just awesome.
2: As and that, that robot was when Schwarzenegger was really at his peak. Yes, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah,
3: he was. Oh god, yeah, ninety two, wasn't it? I
1: think yeah,
3: yeah, so he'd already done Predator, he'd already done Commando, and things like that. Yeah. So coming out with Terminator, he was like at the midst of some good films already been done. So yeah. yeah. With oh, your claws, he... your boots, and your mood to say good. <laughs> you just, that line forever. <laughs> I've probably seen that film, I'd only say maybe 10 times in my life, really? but it still sticks in my head. So, you, it's one of the films you can watch, and no matter, as soon as you put it on, you're like, I know this bit. Yeah, I know that bit. Yeah, says, it's a sign of a good film. If you can watch it,
4: Yeah,
3: it's that less time to still get it.
1: It's probably the ultimate action movie in my book.
3: Yeah. T2. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that T2. Is... Yeah. To have a film that's better than the yeah. first, that's very rare, but that yeah. with the, the metal, liquid metal. That's the, that was T1000, T- yeah. 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 And it, that, what an awesome character that was. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't class it as a robot, I don't know what you could class it as. He was just a liquid. And the fact that yeah. Arnie was now a good guy. Yes. So
2: it yeah. just made it like, a little bit
1: uh, better, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's where all the, the CGI sort of stemmed from, wasn't it? Was mm. his face. James Cameron developed all of that. Yeah, the, that's, and, that must have been the first real film that used it to its full potential. He developed it in the abyss, didn't he, beforehand? And you can see that the water creature in the abyss becoming the T-1000, the way it sort of, you know... If you used to watch it it backwards, you could see... Yeah, yeah, that's where it came from. And then obviously, of course, the same year year after, Jurassic Park, and then, bang, CGI just took over. And to be fair, there's only some small
3: scenes in T-2 that are very, like obvious. And obviously we know CGI, but there's only a few scenes in it you think, oh, that could have been done better. But a lot of the scenes, you're like, even for the time, even now, you're like, it still stands well.
1: Yeah,
2: and even the most recent Terminator film still used that same sort
3: of um, change in a form.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, I am slightly biased. I love Arnie. I just think the man's a legend. He ain't the greatest actor. Don't don't get me wrong, I'm saying he is. Yeah. It's just... That's what action was. Yeah, You needed to be cool. You needed to be cheesy. And he had that robot down to a <laughs>
4: Oh,
3: nice. Ooh. Boom. Get that? <laughs> but he did. It was. It's just, you couldn't, if, if anyone to say who else could have played that role, actor could have played.
1: Do you know who was originally?
3: Was who, it Slice the no, called?
1: No. Originally was lined up for the tournament in 84. Oh, I think I know this. Go on. O.J. Simpson. Was. What? Yes, was. <laughs> and imagine now.
2: Imagine if that had happened. Imagine if that had happened. Car yeah. chases would have been different. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: yeah, true. Yeah, he
1: was seriously considered to play the tournament. Wow.
3: Just if he'd ever got the gloves on. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Bubble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I did read that did yeah. think of that yeah completely different movie it probably wouldn't have spawned a sequel it wouldn't it wouldn't and, have and, done nothing and Arnie probably would not have been as massive as he is now he would have plodded along I think with a few episodes. I mean most people when they
3: look at Arnie they think Terminator yeah mm. you can say Conan Barbarian you can think yeah, yeah. Predator but they're not the films that come to mind you automatically think Terminator the one Arnie yeah and it's probably
2: the only series of films he's been in isn't it um, it is, yeah,
1: because, yeah. I mean... All the
2: rest are uh, one-off. Predator, something. it was
3: only... He wasn't in the second one. He
1: Glover in the second yeah. one. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> I love Predator as a, like, an alien villain, but, yeah. As a,
1: just trying films. to think, has he made any sequels? He? he done Eraser. Twins? Uh, or did... No. no. Found uh, in not. the Destroyer, but... Yeah. Jingle
3: all the way, I love that. Not but, there. no, I just don't sequel, think the but... sequels that he's...
1: Like a series of movies, he hasn't actually done no, like. Uh, no,
3: that's so, interesting. Actually, and how
1: many Terminator movies are there now?
3: Four, five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Well, laughs> <all right>. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I genuinely Sorry, I have to apologize. I genuinely got confused with what I was thinking because we were talking about series, yeah. And then said how many Terminators are? Like, oh, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna in the last one. We're still talking about Terminator. yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. What did you think we were talking about? I genuinely, my mind went on to <laughs> yeah. other films, and then I—he's been in that many because he was in Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Yes. But then, yeah, don't
2: worry. Okay, we won't. Because one of them he was only in as a
3: computer-generated bit. The uh, that was the one with Salvation. Christian Bale, yes. which Salvation. was an yeah. in film. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, my robot first robot. Go for it. Was it a little clockwork toy? Bearing <laughs> <it> was, <yeah. laughs> Bear in mind, you lot haven't been listening to the podcast. Yes, we have. Over the past two episode, years. But, you know, I bet you
4: so
1: haven't you been will. following the Facebook group either, where I post. Always. I'm not on Facebook. Okay. Sorry, sorry so that. I'll let you off that. That's fine. Okay. Well, I put a post on Facebook asking people to contribute to foreplay this week. See, it still makes you laugh. It's, it's called foreplay. Yeah, it's, it's mainly because <laughs> you
3: ask people to contribute to
1: foreplay. Contribute, but... foreplay, contribute to my foreplay. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> I put a few pictures up just to give people a few sort of you know suggestions and hints and things and, and one of the pictures I put up maybe the two robots out of the black hole? Old Bob and the other one I can't remember his name. No. Remember the Black Hole, the Disney movie? No. Okay. This is not gonna mean a lot to you too <laughs> at all then. The Black Hole came out a year or two, probably about 1980 after Star Wars. It was Disney's cashing on Star Wars. Okay, Paul's desperately looking it up on IMDb. You (gasps) will know this film, When did it come out? I think it was about 79, 80. Okay,
3: so five to six years before 1979. 79,
1: 79, the Black Hole, right? And it starred Ernest Borgnine. Okay. And then there was Maximilian Schell was the villain, and he was piloting this big spaceship into a black hole. But there was a couple of robots. There you go, right. Liam's just pointed out, there's an old battered one and a, a pristine one. I can't remember the bloody pristine one's name, but the other one was Old Bob. And that was the picture I put up on Facebook. There was a, a a bad robot, a villain robot, called Maximilian. Okay. And it was this big sort of eight-foot thing that floated on little rockets. It never had, like, legs. That's it.
3: The yep. red one. Yep. That's all red
1: one, sorry. And the only reason I'm including it, back when I was a kid, I was nine, I think, when it came out. Okay. PG movie, you know, back then, or you, I think it may have been, back in those days, Paul, when the old cinema. Yeah. Classifications were different. Scared the fucking life out of me. Was one called Vincent? Vincent. It was Vincent and old and Bob. Bob. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Vincent was voiced by Roddy McDowell, mm. Planet of the Apes. Yeah. If I remember rightly. Um. Yeah, it was him, yeah, Roddy McDowell. Yeah. It's become a bit of a forgotten Disney movie.
3: I, to be fair, looking at a picture, I've never watched this film. Yeah. I've never seen it. Big budget. It genuinely
1: looks like a Henry the Hoover.
3: <laughs> See, oh, but that's really not the robot. i
1: really yeah the robot I'm saluting really yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, is Maximilian which was the bad one
3: that was the good guy to be fair maybe Disney have copied that to yeah. BB-8 <laughs> it's very similar there isn't it go. Disney so have yeah.
1: yeah good show maybe yeah, yeah but, what I may do then because obviously you guys haven't heard of the film and there's no chance of you saying Vincent or Old Bob I will say the three robots in, in the black hole As my choice that sounds really bad. <laughs> <laughs> in the four play section, I've got three robots in the black hole. Okay. <laughs> he actually do you know what he said for bits? I kind something, got something
3: Cause cause you it central
1: out. was the same <laughs> bit at the end, wasn't it?
3: Vital information necessary centralized. Centralised, yes. Okay. Yeah. Nice You've never I'm surprised is, Paul hasn't seen it, because Yeah, because I would have been. I mean Paul normally nine. Does know a lot of when, when that comes yeah. out. It wasn't nine when that film came out. And well, I was. Oh, bless
1: you. <laughs> anyway during the war yeah. Paul's second robot right <clears throat> more known for a
2: TV series but it was made into a film and got an Scott idea. Scott's got, an, got, idea an, got idea, an idea straight away it is Marvin oh, the paranoid. paranoid android
3: he was in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, yeah sorry I'll, for some reason I think Marvin the Martian but yeah Marvin yeah. I know yeah. the depressed one yes yeah. Yeah.
1: in the movie it was Alan Rickman
3: yes there. yeah Voiced by Alan Rickman.
2: Mm. Yeah, I say that the movie wasn't great. Fans of Hitchhikers I from the TV the series, I did, I, the I did like the film, but diehard fans of Hitchhikers slated it. I avoided the film because I liked the TV series. Yeah, they tried to compress like a whole TV series yeah. into one sort of hour and a half film. I never
3: really watched the TV series. I've never seen the TV series. I used, um,
2: they used to it used to be a radio show. Mm. They, there was, uh, I remember listening to it time and time again on.
1: Sex.
3: I assume <laughs> prior, way prior to the Martin Freeman, yeah, oh Christ, yeah, cross, well, yeah. Expect, so I, I 18, just assumed early that 80s, Peter it. Jones.
1: Peter Jones was it. the voice of the book,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, but I always remember it as part of my sort of youth growing up first TV series sci-fi that I sort of really yeah. saw. It
1: was like nine o'clock on a BBC 2 yeah. on a weeknight, yeah, yeah, you know.
2: And yeah. he was so depressed, but so comical in being depressed. Do you think Alan Rickman played that well then?
3: Yeah, the they Murphy did. Voice it, it, so yeah. I've seen the film, and I loved it, and I, yeah. I loved the character of it. But yeah, um, yeah if I've ne- as I've never seen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's if, TV if TV you ever get
2: asked the question, "What's the answer to life, the universe, and mm-hmm. everything?" Yeah. I the I answer is
1: forty-two. Forty-two. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what surprised me: if you look at the TV version of Marvin, completely different to the movie version. Yeah. Completely yeah. different.
3: Because so, the movie version is very. It's got
1: this big a round, big round head, head, head. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Looks like something from a Mega Drive game back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Mushroom. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. and it always confused me. They called it a paranoid android. Yeah. But to me, an android is a robot that's made to look human. Right. Is that
1: like cyborg. Well, cyborg is
2: part human, part robot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not yeah, that, yeah,
1: I'm yeah next no, that
2: is true. Almost. Yeah. But yeah, it never looked. Human at all, yeah, <laughs> in no shape or form. No, Marvin well, it's probably like, just
1: around with paranormal.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: That's all it was.
2: It's Douglas Adams just <laughs> using uh, <laughs> wordplay.
1: That's a good one because I don't think anybody's brought that up in, in okay. the Facebook group. Liam, robot number two. Um, this could be
3: controversial or not, I don't know. Um, now keeping in mind my age, but mm-hmm. the Power Ranger movie. The original.
1: I've got a funny feeling. Me and Paul are not going to be able to contribute to the no, you conversation for you the, next five but
3: <laughs> the The Megazord that was all of their Zords put together. What's now, a Zord? Um, okay, as to explain the <laughs> Power Rangers, shot yeah. edges, <laughs> pretty much.
4: Yeah.
3: Oh, right. um, the Zords as such yeah. were the Power Rangers all had their uh, special the Zords like Red Ranger, Tyrannosaurus, and their Zords which were robots. Mm. Um, robot machineries that then got fused together to make one big megazord.
1: Wow.
3: So you had the blue ranger, the black ranger, the yellow, the pink, and a the...
1: bit of a fan.
3: Lou. I, I, I'm <laughs> just in case anyone doesn't realize, I'm a lot, lot younger than both the two people I'm sitting with right now. A lot younger. 20 years. Yeah. I like 15, I'll have you know. Oh, bless it. But yeah, it, to me, that, that was a robot because it. It looks like a robot, it acts like it, moves like a robot. Is it? It's controlled by people and that and it, it the I'm movement. I'm
1: picturing the Transformer Am my way off here.
3: It's very, very similar. Yeah. Very, very similar. But um, in the sense of having its own mind, it was controlled by it, the power of the Power Rangers as such. And Zordon, for people that may not know, yes, I'm saying <laughs> very geeky right now. <laughs> but that's how it was controlled. That's a bit and, sexual, and...
1: isn't it? What, Zordon? Got a Zordon. <laughs>
3: Zordon in the foreplay section. <laughs> I'm sorry about this, people. <laughs> I was always told that myself and Charlie was the childish ones, but obviously
1: we're not. But this is, no, this is what I like actually, because if it was myself and Paul and somebody else sitting in this room of a similar age, we would come up with the same shit.
4: Yeah,
1: I mean, and, and it's, this is the whole <coughs> point of, of four plays to try and come up with different. Yeah, you know, people's different movies and views and opinions. And, I think for me it was difficult of with. Robots in
3: films because myself as much as I like sci-fi films, horror stuff, it's difficult to think of robots that may have that I that I had seen in Mm. films that impacted me in any way shape or form. Yeah, I'd remember.
4: Yeah, and
3: I say as a kid, the Power Ranger movie. I think I'm sure it was like 1998. It came out. Might be I might be wrong with that, Mm. but it was. It was something that I grew up loving to watch on TV, and then it became a film. Uh, they then changed it. And it was just, it was like, kind of like a 10, 11 year olds yeah. anyone that the same age as me, 10, 11-years-old, you, you would have loved what you were seeing back then so and then, what then it was. When did
1: Power Rangers start? I, I think remember
3: the TV it. show. I, I remember it GMTV. Yeah, that's how I remember yeah. it. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm saying 94, 95. I um, it's yeah. on Netflix at the moment. <laughs> the, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, it's still going now. The they've changed it, God knows how many times. Was there a movie and last the year? Yes, the last film came out last year or the year before, yeah, 2016, I think it might have been, or I mean. Um I've not actually seen that one myself, but...
1: Any plans to
3: Um It is on Netflix, so I might give it a view. As, I know, as a completist. <laughs> yeah, just, just to say I have. Yeah, um, I know it didn't... I mean, for the fact it went on to Netflix within less than a year being released shows it yeah. probably isn't the greatest. <laughs> I mean, not, not so. that it... If you used to watch the Power Rangers film now from back when I was a kid, oh, you wouldn't like it. There's so much wrong with it. But for me, it's, it's, it's nostalgia. You Isn't just...
1: the whole thing of the Power Rangers TV series that while they were dressed as the Power Rangers, that was broadcast. But then when they were out of the suits, it was American kids, wasn't it? Because originally it was a Japanese series. And then well, what they did was when the kids were out of the suits, each individual country had their own different kids. I mean, it was, yeah. Did I'm, you know I'm, that? Is that as far right? as I know, that
3: it was originally like an anime sort of comic that, not in design as such, but he yeah. was like Chinese, uh, mm. Japanese children that were the parts. But he yeah, obviously, once America took hold of it, it yeah, but what
1: they to... did, they kept the original Japanese, the action parts. Oh, no, oh, see, oh, they right. didn't. Yeah. Okay. When they were the yeah. Power Rangers, that was the Japanese actors doing all the bits and pieces, but then the kids. See, they didn't no. with the American one because,
3: um, uh, and again, this sounds very geeky, I know, but. The Green Power Ranger, the um, <laughs> character's name was Tommy, uh, David, Jason Lee, I think his name was, I can't remember, um, he's a fully trained martial artist, yeah. and a lot of them were, uh, either like Kimberly. she was a gymnast in real life, she was also in a cop show, I think you've seen the cop show, one of the CSI's things. Oh, right, yeah. Um, but a lot of them were trained in what they'd done to a certain level, so they yeah. could perform the roles, um, and then a few of them went on to different Yes. Yeah. Very similar shows like VR Tribes and stuff, but again, yeah, that's, that's my youth as such.
1: The passion that you put forward. I genuinely, I, I, <laughs> I, I love. As
2: you say, we were too
3: old. yes yeah. When that came out, that was for teenagers at the time. I, I mean, I was I was a kid, and yeah. I still remember I saved up any pocket money I had. My mom took me to Argos to get the Megazord. <laughs> um, I and Mega. I, and this is genuinely very for me. It was upsetting at the time. I. I couldn't get it. They sold it out, and I was so distraught. Sounds like a Schwarzenegger film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it genuinely could be. I was, I was distraught because all they had was like the cheapest version, and I'd saved up for God knows how long to get this toy,
1: and they didn't have it. Didn't Blue Peter ever feature on ever made? I made one at a Lego. That's, <laughs>
3: that's how poor it was. But I mean, in everything always ends well because about three years ago, I bought one at Toys R Us. What brand? brand new? Yeah, yep, the yep. brand new one. I yeah. was with him. A he hell like, of a well, lot yeah. more. <laughs> yeah, a hell of a lot more it costs now from when I was a kid. But it was the fact that I couldn't ever get it as a kid. Yeah, because it was yeah. too much money. They yeah. sold out and I didn't. Have... So for one, I, thought, Why not? I, I it's something I loved as a kid. No, yeah, fair play. And uh, I bought it. I was like, oh wow! I took it all apart, put it back together, and that's it. it stays on the shelf now. Yeah, <laughs> but for me, it was like it, it's that sort of thing from your childhood. If there's something yeah. you loved back then, you buy it now, and you still it, it's no different than. Having like jaws, Richard. If it yeah. means that much to you, you have it, regardless yeah. Yeah. of your age. Yeah, yeah
1: of course. No, that fully right. My third robot. Second one. Third, third. He's second. <laughs> my second. He's second. Sorry, He's second. sorry yeah. my second robot. Your Brynner in Westworld. What? What? Seen Westworld, the film. Mm, no. no. Oh my God.
2: You're choosing some good...
1: Have you seen the device. TV series,
2: Westworld? I've glimpsed at it.
1: And okay, the, the it. premise of Westworld, the movie, early 70s movie. James Brolin is in it. Richard Benjamin, they're the two... I know Josh Brolin. His dad. Really? James Brolin's it, <laughs> I didn't realise that. I didn't James... realise Josh Brolin had a famous dad. James Brolin's... Sorry, James Brolin's... James Brolin's... James Brolin. You woke the car. James Brolin was in Capricorn One and stuff like that. I've seen Capricorn One. He's the guy with the beard. Oh, really? <laughs> He's the hero, the star, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's his dad. Young James Brolin looks exactly like Christian Bale. He was in Amityville Horror. Horror? Yeah, James Brolin was in the Amityville Horror with um, the woman out of Superman, Margot Kidder, the original Superman. Oh, God.
2: That
1: That's sense. James Brolin. He was mega big in the 70s. And he yeah. starred in Westworld. Now, the premise of Westworld, it's a, a theme park, fun park. Yep. Mm. Uh, of cowboys, isn't it? It, it? is, yeah. and, all, and all the.
3: Well, kind of, go that way.
1: Yeah, but all, <laughs> all the characters in there are robots. So you walk into this western town, and it's populated by robots playing cowboys, hookers, barmen, cattle rustlers, gunslingers, whatever. And you can go around as a human being and kill the fuck out of them or fuck the prostitutes. Like Grand Theft Auto, but robot World. And you integrate <laughs> with them. And, and you can kill a robot with no recriminations. And then Rick and what it does, you, you must have heard of Westworld. You've heard of Westworld. Yeah, I've seen, yeah. I saw the, the series only come out, what, last year? Yeah, with Andy yeah,
2: Hopkins. I saw a few episodes Well, it's, it's based on this TV,
1: on, on this movie from about 1973. And there's one robot who's the, the gunslinger. It's Yul Brynner. Now, you know Yul Brynner, bald yeah, head, tall, yeah. skinny guy. Dressed all in black, and he goes around challenging people to gunfights. And they're programmed to lose, basically. You know, you go there on holiday, you want to enjoy yourself. So you pick up and go, poof, shoot him, down he goes. And then what they do is behind-the-scenes stuff. So, like, when he's dead, they take the robot, and you see him patching him up, reprogramming him for the next day. You, honestly, guys, you have not seen Westworld. No. Nah. Nah.
3: I've been to Westfield.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like Westlife.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and I know, like Westlife. <laughs> but
1: not, <how> that... <laughs> and, then, and then what happens in the movie? Because all these robots are programmed to serve and not to harm, because their guns have got blanks in them and stuff like that, your Brenner goes rogue. Is this robot and his programming all breaks down. And somehow he starts managing to shoot all the fucking people that are there on their holiday. Yeah, they deserved it. But there's also (laughs) other stories within
3: there because. It's kind of like Sonny. Yeah. He starts to. The program's gone wrong, so he's starting to. He's starting to become sentient, isn't he? Yes, yes. So he's realising what he. Thank you. (laughs) So he's realising that what's going on is wrong,
1: so it's like, I'm just going to have it back. But with him, it's, it's the whole thing of. I'm programmed to kill. I will kill. Boom, 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 and he kills. And, and, and something happens within the programming that he can't be stopped. You know, the bullets, that the guys that are there on holiday, they can't stop him. And so it develops into this chase, that he's chasing James Brolin and Richard Benjamin. They're being hunted down, and it's it's Yul Brynner with these real sort of like Terminator. It's like a Terminator, actually. Yeah. It's very similar. I'm really surprised. I'm going to bring that in the next couple of months as one to, to watch. it is a classic you've never seen
2: it yeah Yeah. Paul Um, third one Liam will definitely know this one Um, it's from Transformers Bumblebee oh you haven't (laughs) chose that one have you no I haven't oh good I saw Liam's list and I was just about to say Liam if it's the same one chip in (laughs) Um, no because out of the Transformer films it's the character that brings more humour to the films. I've than, seen it. Than anything else. It's the Bumble- yellow one. Yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah, yeah is, it's it's is it Camaro? Yeah. Chevrolet yeah. Camaro? And it, a... it's the one that sort of is with the main character all the time and is heroic. And... Sam Witwicky. Yeah.
1: Liam but... would tell him, is Bumblebee a character that comes from the original Yes, series? he does, yeah. Yes,
3: it was a different car. I mean, the first Transformers film, they had the original car that he was supposed to be in, but then, obviously, transformed it to the modern day, which yeah. you need to do, because, to be fair... You yeah, but it always was a muscle car like. in your original. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, I mean, yeah it was just a muscle
2: car. It's just a modern one now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they just went with the times, that was it. But, especially in the films, it's the one that doesn't have a voice, doesn't it? No, so his radio was his voice, Yeah, so, he went so with the social times. Yeah, so it would just play songs or whatever
3: to yeah. be humorous yeah. at the time. I mean, it's interesting that you say that you that you chose Bumblebee because um, my one of my other ones was Optimus Prime. Well,
2: <laughs> so, we'll bring that, what on that on now. What a link. Bring it, on yeah, now. <laughs> it,
3: it goes in yeah. to the same fact that it's, for me, I mean, I, I completely forgot of Optimus Prime stuff uh, I forgot, sorry, I forgot Bumblebee. But um, yeah, I, I loved Transformers as a kid. And Bumblebee was always, as much as people loved Optimus Prime, which I did. Bumblebee was always the good guy one. Yeah. You could not not like Bumblebee. Yeah. It, um, it was
2: always the the, the sort of, uh, if you can have a cute robot. He, he, it was that kind of
3: thing. It was the one everyone I think liked. he was kind of like, if he was to go for the modern day anti-hero of like, uh, Deadpool and stuff like that, mm. Bumblebee was that because he wasn't just... He didn't always, because he didn't talk, it wasn't like he was yeah. like, oh, I love you. And I, he was it was like, mischievous. I killed, and then like, oh,
1: did I do right? Yeah,
3: sort of mischievous <laughs> yeah. little it, it was kind of like, like yeah. group. Is, yeah.
1: is the film version true to the original sort of cartoon version?
3: Then? The did cartoon he... version and stuff. No. I mean, the voice was, but I mean, how he acted is in character, I don't. Right. It's difficult to get that from a comic and from a TV show and yeah. <laughs> what they've done. Because the TV show was more, the only thing from the TV show to the film was that the voice of Optimus Prime was exactly the same. Yeah. The same actor played the same voice in Optimus Prime.
1: Didn't Awesome in... yeah. Wells do Optimus Prime in Transformers the Movie? No. No. No, same voice. It was the same voice from yeah. the T V. What was Awesome Wells got to do with Transformers the Movie? The the, the cartoon, the original Transformers movie. I I'm don't bloody know. sure Awesome Unless... Wells is something. I remember the cartoon.
3: I don't remember a cartoon movie. They had cartoon movies, yeah. but I don't remember and that. I'm much I'm
1: sure it's one of the very last things that Orson Wells, creator of Citizen Game, for God's sake, was involved in. Liam's desperately looking it up now. I am looking it up because Please, please tell me I'm right or wrong. I, I, I need to know, because I'm sure. Um, I'm sure this has to do with Orson Wells and Because I say, yeah,
3: Peter Cullen was the original voice of Optimus Prime. Right. For, Perhaps he's I mean, the narrator. It might be the yeah, Awesome Worlds might have been the narrator. Um, I'll have a look. But hmm. yeah, just... thing is with, with uh,
2: Transformers and a lot of other cartoons of the early 90s.
3: They always had a moral at the end, didn't they? Yeah, it, it was kind of like um, <laughs> if you used to look at, I'm a stupid example, but look at the Jerry Springer show where whatever happened on the show, they'd go. Today show, kids, is well, it's a oh, terrible. Jerry's
1: what, thoughts at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what <laughs> Transformers that was Transformers.
3: Transformers, like, He Man, Dunning. Yeah. They um, were all about just the changes in the world and stuff and things like that. Awesome um, Wells did, was in Transformers, I believe. It's come up on Google.
1: I'm sure this only um,
3: Transformers the movie. Yes. Awesome um, Wells was Unicorn. In 19. Unicron. In 1986, yep, Unicron. Well, but go. Peter Cullen was still Optimus Prime. Right. Peter Cullen was
1: the one. Well, I, I, mean, I knew Awesome Wells, like the legendary Awesome Wells. he a nice guy. Was something to do with Transformers? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I think with Transformers is for me.
3: I say, Bumblebee was a great character. Optimus Prime is the leader of, of the Autobots, which was great. Uh, I have a tattoo with the Autobots on my legs. But um, do you, do you think... want to carry on with Optimus Prime then, right? Yeah, as, yeah. As
1: your next choice, yeah. then we'll just use D- the Transformers. Don't
3: you Transformers think they Prime should though? have? you've obviously seen the modern movies I didn't see the last one with Mark Wahlberg no, because I kind of lost interest Mark, with what that was doing Mark Wahlberg when he came into it I and I love Mark Wahlberg it. don't get me wrong yeah, Mark but, but, bird, but just not that the young. first
2: two movies were good mm. and then it just went they're just trying to sort of get money from the franchise yeah, after that
3: it's Michael Bay doing what Michael Bay
2: does best yeah. just bastardized films and keep yeah. them going. And, and, and making an action film two and a bit hours long rather than the hour and a half that it was. Well, it's the fact that made them
3: too much of an action film as opposed to what they were, yeah. and just about the robots or something. It was like, oh, they have to be about the human part. It's like, that, that wasn't needed because yeah. it was actually about the Autobots and the Decepticons. Yeah. And that's what it should have been. Uh, and Megatron is an amazing baddie. Again, another robot. I think, speaking of robots, just Transformers all together. Yeah, a, you yeah, can't go wrong with a... Shockwave things like that. The amount of characters you could have were all depicted by different like yeah. vehicles or something. Yeah, because there's one. One there was are... a cassette player? There's, the um... ice cream van. Two of them
2: came yeah. together to make
3: the ice cream van, which was <laughs> really strange. But yeah, I think for me, it's like Optimus Prime again. As a kid, Optimus Prime was that in the same sense as the Megazord in Power Rangers. It was like he was the leader that, as a kid, you looked up at. If, Anybody older than me, or younger might think stupidly, but anyone older might think, like, how? But for a young kid, when you're looking at something that's, as you say, with the um, films and the TV shows, it was making sure you didn't do bad things. Yeah. It was yeah. like um, Optimus Prime was the making sure that kids watching TV show doesn't do something stupid. Yeah, and there was, was, there like, was always <laughs> a teaching aspect yeah. to it. and it, I there. think that's yeah. why a lot of people would ultimately say, with Transformers, Optimus Prime. Mm. Not just because you're because anyone could go make a... Um, Megatron and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and Bumblebee. But Optimus Prime for me, plus he was an awesome truck. Yeah, he was <laughs> yeah. like part of a semi fucking eighteen wheeler truck. Uh, my cousin had that as a toy, and I was so jealous because it was awesome. You could you're
1: transform that, it. You're saying like, you know, the purpose of the cartoon or the TV show or whatever was to pass on this moral message to the kids mm. and things like that. More cynical people would say the purpose of the cartoon or the TV show was to sell toys.
3: Yeah, because yeah. it was that kind of era. I mean, Hasbro yeah. still do. It's still Hasbro that sell
1: it. Yeah. It still is. And the cartoon was created uh, to, to you know be based on the toy range, wasn't it? Yeah. That's how it was. He-Man was. There's a range of toys. There's the cartoon that goes with it. Yeah. Thundercats, yeah. exactly the same well, I think,
3: thing. I, I think with Hasbro and the toys, um, Transformers came out prior to the... Uh, before, after. Sorry, I remember the, the
1: very first advert I saw for Transformers. Must be late 70s, Paul, possibly. So I thought would be Early 80s, yeah. Because yeah. the cartoon
3: and comic was 80s, early 80s. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm sure. Perhaps it was just used as lot. a tool to continue the entire yeah. range then. Perhaps yeah. that's what it was. But yeah, I certainly remember they all went hand in hand. Yes, that era. yeah. All of those big TV cartoons. Yeah. Well, like I say, Thundercats,
2: He-Man, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, but that it was after, you've got to say, Star Wars... Mm was when merchandising with a film or TV series or anything like that
3: is when it really took off. Well, Lucas invented that, didn't yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, you look at, say, Hasbro's Transformers to Star Wars, that, for me anyway, you, you can look back at it, and even what Star Wars done for toys, mm. I don't think anyone caught on until 20 to 30 years later. Yeah. <laughs> because a lot of productions were like, let's make toys for films. That's fine. They've done it. Yeah. Not knowing what could happen, just thinking, we'll do it because it's worked, you know, and make a little extra, until they realise what Star Wars could do, and how much could be worth, it's like, wow, and then they ruined it by mass producing, yeah, yeah, that's where they went wrong,
1: didn't Lucas, sort of like, when he was negotiating the contract, or whatever, with Fox, he just said, you know, well, I
3: want, I want all the merchandising rights. And they just went, yeah, whatever. Yeah. nobody had ever done it. No one cared because he nobody, never had done before.
1: Yeah. They thought he was going to fail. And they went, yeah, yeah, you had the toys, mate. What, 1974, was it? Just 77, Star Wars. Oh, was it? Mm, yeah. And it's, it was like nobody had ever done it. Went, yeah, you, you make as many toys as you want, George, yeah. you know. Little <laughs> realizing he probably made as much money as the
3: movie. And, and that's yeah. why Disney now own Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah.
3: How, how better insane. than having a company that mass produces toys and figures and that than Disney... To take over mm. from Star Wars.
1: Scott. My Oof. next robot. Is it one we've heard of? <laughs> <laughs> Is it what? Um, You may have done. I don't think Liam oh, has. Didn't. And it's two robots again. Do you know the sci-fi movie Silent Running? No. Yeah. Yes. Bruce Stern on his own in a spaceship. And there's two robots. Paul, can you remember their names? No. No. Vic Reeves and Bob Moore. No. No. They're called Huey and Dewey.
3: I thought that was the third one. I thought that was Huey Louie and Dewey. Huey Louie and Dewey were the ducks in... Donald Duck's nephews.
1: nephews. So they were square things? Yes, with just two feet. So obviously like two two very small people. Yeah, almost. almost. They were just really square. It was just a box. But the thing about sign running, it was Bruce Stern was on this massive great spaceship. I think he was on his own and it was a... Bruce Stern? Yeah, as in evil? No, that's Bruce Campbell. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
1: I was going to say huge difference. I was thinking that's a strange. Laura (laughs) Laura Dern's dead. Right. And I think that the spaceship holds every single plant on Earth because Earth is dying. And I'm I'm sure I'm I'm trying to remember the story. Something like, but it's this big greenhouse spaceship, and there's these two robots on board that help tend the plants and and look after them. I'm sure one of them dies. It's a really sad movie because really? that's it, Liam's just yeah. found a photo of yeah. No, yeah.
2: it. Yeah, so just boxes really with legs. Yeah.
1: and no it, Actually, fares. there's three there. That might be it. There might have been three of them. I'm on sure one it was die. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. Yeah,
3: that is Huey, Dewey, and Louie. There yeah, And one yeah. dies,
1: and it's the, one of the saddest things in the film ever. But just one of those movies that, again, really? we need to talk about this afternoon because <sighs> it's one of those forgotten Science fiction movies.
2: I've seen it, but it would have ago. been thirty odd years yeah. ago.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I haven't seen it for about five or six years. I think but I can't remember anything about it apart from apart from these two robots. <laughs> 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 Paul, your next one.
2: My fourth and final one. Now this is more because I loved a TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a a Trekkie. But um, I was
1: going to say this one. I'm going not, to go with this one with you. If it's not, the same one. not the
2: original Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah, I'm going and to go with this they one. had a robot with them, uh, Data. That was going to be by my one. Brent Spiner. Yeah. And I think he was a great actor at it. Yeah. Um. And with his, well, I don't know if it was intentional, but it brought a lot of humor to the program. Yeah. With his the fact that he had no feelings and was trying to be human,
1: very childlike
2: as well, yeah. because he's learning
1: yeah. all the time. Wasn't yeah. he? That's the thing. Uh,
2: yeah. And obviously, there's been like I think there was three films that featured Next Generation. Oh, was that? There was a crossover where yeah, the generations, old... yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was I think two or three more after yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was just so it was bringing humour to a sci-fi programme. Yeah. And it does need it at times.
1: Oh, yeah, because it did get quite technical and quite yeah. heavy at times, didn't it? On yeah, chip?
2: and he was super strong, super intelligent, but always striving to be more human. Yeah. And, in fact, one of the films, he got an emotions chip.
1: That's right, yes, yeah. Didn't he have a brother? or a yes. bit, Law, was it Law, Data and Law? Yes. Yeah. Um, Liam's not chipping into this conversation no. at all, have you noticed? Because it's just like... I, I, I love
3: the original Star Trek. I didn't yeah. like anything after that. No, and see, I'm a next generation. For onwards. what it sounds like, it's like a robot version of what Spock was.
2: Yes, oh, it yeah. was that yeah. kind of...
3: If you look at next yeah. generation as a
2: whole... There is a replacement. I mean, that but, is the Patrick yeah. Stewart. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. watched
3: a few of it. He was on yeah.
2: BBC Two when I was the, a kid. There man. is a replacement for almost every character yeah. from never the original. Thought of him as the Spock. No, I always I never thought, thought it, though. he is the intelligent, the no emotion, yeah. which is what Spock, Spock yeah. was. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it is that kind but of it's blind in the obvious.
4: I'm sorry. Yeah. Man, I, <laughs> <had that. laughs>
3: I think that's why I, think, I watched the originals, and I love, I love Spock. Mm. His, his character was amazing. The, Mitchell's my yes. favourite as well. But. Yeah, um, but yeah, it just sounds like. I did watch it and Data does ring a bell. I, yeah, I was a kid when I watch it's, it. But friend Spider has been
1: is, in, um, was in the was Independence
3: Day it? as yeah. the wacky yeah. doctor. But, the but thing yeah, is I just think I've never got really. I, I love Patrick Stewart. I,
2: mm. I, yeah. I genuinely I think it's amazing. How they got, so got such a Shakespearean actor. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was at the time, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Have you seen the photos where they originally wanted him to wear a wig? Really? Because they said we can't have a captain of the Enterprise with a bald head. Why not? And they put this wig on him and he just looks fucking awful. So he, he went with like the bald paint. Do you know who he was in Coronation Street?
2: Yeah. Patrick Stewart. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. As a fireman in, in a black and white episode in like the 60s. Yeah.
1: Because I remember him from. Remember the King Arthur film, Excalibur? Yes. Yeah. He's in that.
2: doesn't age either.
1: No, <laughs> he's always been. Born. I don't think he's ever been young. <laughs> he's always been. He's, yeah,
3: he's never looked young. That's the thing. It's not that he's never aged. He's just always yeah. been the same age. See the Green
1: Room or well, Green Room? No. Where is the Nazi thug? Uh, oh, no, no, I was supposed to watch that, but I didn't see it at night. No. Yeah,
2: it's
1: with a Star Trek connection because the new Chekhov guy's in it as well. All right, the, the new one Chekhov guy. guy? He's, he's the died. The one that died. died. Yeah, I can't think of his young name. Young Russian lad. Yeah. It was like, Yuri, good <laughs> What is his name? Yuri Chekov. From. No, was it not? No, don't. Sorry, Chekov is the he's ca- the name
3: of the character. It's a vodka, or yeah. I thought his name was
1: Yuri it's Chekov Pavel, film. Pavel Chekov. Oh, that's it. So <laughs> just as racist as Yuri. Oh, Yuri. Assume. But yeah, Data's a great choice. I was gonna, I was gonna I use yours. that as my lo- No, no, it's fine because we are gonna get some crossovers. So yeah, it, it, totally agree, mate. Totally agree because. The only thing for Brent Spiner is made of rod for his own back because now he's been typecast.
2: Yeah, he is either a scientist <laughs> he has to play someone really intelligent, yeah, doesn't
1: he? Yeah, I can't think of anything else he's been in apart from independence, stuff Oh, I did see him in something recently. Yeah.
2: But again, he was a scientist. Mm. <laughs> Just had to look at who I thought
3: of. Was that? It was, yeah, I know what you mean. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the very pale-skinned. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and finally... But were you did... not class as a cyborg? Um, what no is, what because
2: is a cyborg no cyborg is part human part robot
1: he's um, very da- human though. no
2: data was completely synthetic. synthetic
1: I'll go with Paul there yeah. I have no idea what Doctor uh, S- S- I mean, I'm just
2: looking because obviously he's got
3: human facial features human yeah. eyes human face his,
2: his father yeah.
3: Dr Sun made him completely from
1: scratch mm. that's amazing when you right. find lying about him yeah
3: <laughs> yeah that's what you, Obviously, what's blue Peter?
1: What are you can do with an old iron and everything? Tracing iron one week. Yeah, it, exactly so. <laughs> right, before we go into what our listeners have sort of selected for four plays, your last one Luke. Uh For my last
3: one, I it was difficult. I had a choice between two. Um, it's still difficult to choose which one I'd pick. Do you know up. what?
1: You can have a, an also ran or a, you know, a. Very close to... Whatever. I mean,
3: the two that I was... If I was to pick between... Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, the smaller version, the R2-D2. Um, it was going to be between him or C-3PO.
1: Go with both of them. Because um, there are... I, I'm, right yeah. so I'm not
3: a Trekkie. I am a Star Wars. Yeah. I'm both. Shut your face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen. It's not allowed in the, world. In the real world. <laughs> in, in the real world, you would get hurt. I like sci-fi. But, Shh, sh- full stop. But, well, uh, no, well. I... For me, R2-D2 and C3 Pro were just... Again, I saw Star Wars as a kid, and it was, as Paul was because I'm just that old now. But <laughs> it it didn't even have to... I mean, I just not that anybody, not many people know this, I have R2-D2 tattooed on my left foot. Have uh, you? Yes, I do, indeed. With uh, a scroll underneath that just says bleep bloop, because it doesn't speak. You
1: live and learn. Yeah, <laughs> I do. It's on my left foot,
3: um, done by my mate... Um, I just think, as much as, as a robot in a film, he never had to say anything. No one knew what he said. No wonder was that film got oh, I know exactly what to oh, do. C-3PO did. Yeah, C-3PO. <laughs> but uh, as a droid, it was just it was such an integral part to the Star Wars films. Yeah. Even now, if anyone's in the last Star Wars films, He's most people that spoke to me are like, well, oh, R2-D2 did not have much. As if like you, as if he's such a main part that he had to say something, and he had the yeah. smallest minute part, but it's like, oh, I thought. And a lot of people said to me, I think they're trying to wipe out Arthur 2 With worry, <laughs> that's how much he is. You go to any film, name a film with robot in, and think how many people are worried about if they got rid of him. But yeah. you look at Star Wars and say if they ever destroyed yeah. Arthur C-3PO, people would be like, oh. But because yeah. of his humour and that sarcasm, you'd be like it's not it's that cool. missed I'm because they go. keep replacing the characters yeah. Yeah. like Rogue One with K, K1 or K1 K2. K1 or general, whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> he's called. It's over the top Ema. Yeah. If you saw yeah.
2: that as a one-off you'd think he's funny but it, they used him a bit too much a bit
3: too sarcastic. Bit but R2? Too, yeah. There, there's times where Luke Skywalker could say something R2 would mutter something and no one ever said but because of what well, Mark Hamill would have said back or okay, you would have yeah. been like you know it was something quite dirty, quite sarky, or anything like that. Yeah. It would be something funny. So you're like, ah uh, R2. But yet, no one knew what he said. There's yeah. no script to say, oh, R2-D2 says this. Uh, just bleep, <laughs> bloop,
1: bloop, bloop, yeah. Exactly. And it's just... It's, the new... Do you know what it's always reminded me of? It's it's like Laurel and Hardy, those two. Yeah, mm. it is, yeah. It's the sort yeah. of like... the a double act. One
3: silent, um... one... C3PO would say something... And then R2-D2, without anyone else knowing, would say get, something, just say, yeah. shut up. CCTV. You get this pretentious,
1: know-it-all type character, and then you get the the slightly stupider one, or apparently stupider one. And, it's like know, me um, and Liam. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <the> exactly. <laughs> I'm one. intelligent I'm I and I feel more superior to the other, and it's just like putting the other I'm one down. I'm glad here, as you've done that, that,
3: you pointed this way for no, superior, <laughs> and now into the other. <laughs> Everyone knows that. But yeah. it is, it is that, that sort of sketch show that you couldn't have...
1: You can't have one
3: C3 without, without R2D2, uh, like, with Episode One when Anakin was building C3PO mm. and things like that, it was just that you can't, well, you need r 2 d you yeah. can't have one. And how it feels with the Star Wars films, it feels like they're kind of fading out R2 with yeah. because yeah. it seems like he only to, relies on because, Luke.
2: Like. As much as the characters get old, they're robots. They can just go on forever.
3: Yeah, and that's the thing. R two D two was in the uh, I'm trying to remember now. I could be wrong, but in the three prequels, yes, R two D two appears in them. Yes, without a Luke Skywalker, but yet in the sequels, now it's as if he couldn't be controlled without Luke being there.
2: Yeah,
3: and it's like, wait a second, he was a robot with his own. He was a droid with his own mind.
2: Yeah, was it? It was in uh, Phantom Menace, the the red R2, it, well, obviously it wasn't R2-D2 himself, but the yeah. red one, I've actually seen that, there's a studio on Luton Road, believe it or not, that done a lot of the building of the models for it, oh, right. and I've seen the actual one that was in the film. That's what it was actually, because he told me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: Hang on, Paul. This was the real Bud Light they used in substance. <laughs> no, tr- he had a lot of models from uh, different films in there, but um, R2D2, The well, the red. It was Kenny Baker, wasn't it? The,
3: was it Kenny Baker that played? R2D2. Yeah. Yes. Anthony. something.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. Kenny James Baker's James. the one
3: that passed away.
1: Was it last year or the year before? Last year.
3: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Friend of my ex-mother R2, and Dave Prowse was a friend of mine
3: who was banned from very majority of the Star Wars conventions Boy. being Cornish um, uh, probably <laughs> but um, because he obviously James Earl Jones was the voice mm, and he always and, used to kick
1: off about it yes he,
3: yeah. it was because it, he was the face but yet he didn't get much credit whereas everyone had the voice more than anything so yeah. he Dave Prowse's face was just used for the scene
1: when his helmet comes off and he's dying. And that yeah. so Dave Prowse it... in the dying scene it was a different actor, wasn't it? I don't know, was it, was it? Yeah, that's the big thing. If you try to name everybody that's played Darth Vader, whether in voice or in person, Dave Prowse was the physical presence of Darth that's Vader. That's the I, Green, I, I Green cross, cross Code man. man. <laughs> yeah, I played mm? Darth Vader. The Green Cross the Code Green. man, yeah. yeah. Died last year. Is Dave Prowse dead as well? No, Dave Prowse ain't dead. I think he's dead. He's he's in a wheelchair. I know he's still banned from
3: Star Wars. No, I think they unbanned him recently. Right. Because it was a case of that Lucas Production had banned him because he kept going on about how Uh, I'm not allowed to do this because I didn't get and it's like a oh woe is me you're like you in Star Wars. A lot of people, many fans would love to be in Star Wars without caring if they got any recognition for it. And it was like, mate, you had your look, part in it.
1: Look at Tom Hardy and. Um, D- um, Craig,
3: Craig, David, a, yeah, David Craig. David uh, uh, Craig. Sorry, Craig, Craig David. is
1: a stalled trooper. Craig, <laughs> Craig,
3: Craig, Craig David actually played Chewbacca. So, uh, Still um, yeah. Still. He died, <laughs> yeah,
2: David Craig. <laughs> it says years active, 56 to
1: 2017. So I'm guessing I he's seen dead. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the bit in. Is it Jedi when the mask comes off? Yeah. He's a different actor. That's not Dave Prowse. Oh, not? Dave Prowse was quite famous in the 70s as the the road safety guy at school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Green Cross then. But then, I think it's going to be like a massive quiz question. I don't know perhaps we could work out between Darth Vader, James L. Jones, yeah. Hayden Christensen.
3: Yeah, and, um, and I hated Dave Hayden Proud,
1: Christensen. Um, you know, There's about seven, isn't it? Is I mean, I know we're not ta-
3: we talking about ropes, but just on the subject of Star Wars, the reason the prequels didn't do so well Mm-hmm. It's not to, in my eyes, anyway. It's not that they were that poorly made. It was purely the fact that why did they need to use already famous people to do the roles? Things like Samuel Jackson. The world like knew Samuel Jackson. The world yeah. knew Hugh McGregor, Liam yeah. Neeson, all of them. The world knew them all. They don't yeah. need. They didn't need pretty people to play the roles. Yeah. You look at the original Star Wars films. So Those all unknowns apart yeah. from um, Alec Guinness. Yeah. I, suppose, I yeah. mean yeah. Harrison Ford was just some young. Cocky lad. You had Yeah, um, it was in American graffiti before yeah. that, that was about it, yeah. Mark Hamill, Carrie Fish, just young kids that are yeah. like get which is why I think I mean I'm I wouldn't say it's difficult to ever say that the newer films are ever going be better than anything, but you look at um um is it John Boyega the who yeah. plays Finn? He's doing a superb he, he i think he's brilliant, He's, he's quite. got role. He is quite. absolute yeah. out of all the actors in it, he's the best one at what he's doing. In my opinion. Yeah,
1: but I was disappointed with Daisy Ridley Daisy Ridley. I was in the, was last, in the one. last one. But in the I first think, one? Yes. I think
3: fun. Finn jumped up, yeah. but everyone else kind of was like
2: yeah. Ah I haven't seen the last one. Oh no, they
1: all die. Um <laughs>
3: <laughs> and here's <spoiler> a <laughs> thought. <laughs> here's a thought, right? And Paul Cavirus for this bit. I've read this on Twitter. I read this on Twitter yeah. and it's quite interesting. Um and it could be part of the robot thing. Luke, Luke Skywalker Passes into where energy. Yeah.
1: What happens to his robot hand? His robot hand isn't energy. Oh, it's... His robot hand isn't human. It's not oh, human. Nobody okay. well, left that behind on the island. But it didn't land anywhere. It was under under the cloak. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what I mean. That you think about you like, but his hand was. <laughs> his hand wasn't human. Okay. I didn't think too deeply. I was falling asleep at the midnight screening halfway through. <laughs>
3: Well, I went to a a sitting during the day so I could take full effect of the latest, the last Jedi film. I honestly need to watch it again because I still haven't made my mind up about the movie. It's difficult. I can't. I like the film as a film.
1: I need to get on board with this whole thing about, right, we're moving on now. That's that's the thing. I haven't, to me, I, I don't want to let go yet. I don't mm. want to let go. To it's
3: the same reason why people wouldn't won't ever the prequels are good enough. Oh, you, the original struggle three struggle films were yeah. amazing films. Yeah. They they were more made Star Wars. Yeah. If they had made three crap films, they wouldn't they they would never have made any more after that. Of mm. But it's like they they realised what could happen. They realised that God knows how many years later their toys are worth more. Their mm. films are worth more. Oh, yeah. Let's crack on. Let's see what you yeah. do. And they did. And now. They're going to extend it even further. Yeah. And Star Wars will probably keep going in the way of films every 30 years after we've gone. Yeah. It
1: will do now. Now Disney's got their claws in exactly. it. Exactly. And, and if they're making a billion dollars a movie, why the hell not?
3: Yeah, and, and fair play to them. I mean, this last one, you can tell Disney made it. You, there, there's so much about it that you go, Disney, Disney, Disney. Mm. That's, for me, what was the letdown was with that film. Do you
1: it, know what I noticed? And we're going yeah. back to toys here and merchandising. Obviously, the pogs were brought in as a toy.
3: Yep, yeah, they, they were trying to sell toys. Yeah, I was they yeah, to little little penguin fucking... Yeah. yeah. That, that's the thing I looked at. They were not trying to add them as characters. They were trying to make people go... cuddly, want to buy a, go, a, a toy. toy. And yeah. then when you get the
1: completionists, when you look at them creatures that were on the island with Luke, and then yeah. the casino, how many different aliens were in that casino? Yeah. And if you were a kid that collected every single toy from the movie... Yeah. All money is spent for the next two years.
3: They're forcing money out of people to yeah. go have this collection. Yeah. By the way, they're not worth anything. Yeah. But we are going to tell you yeah. that right now. Yeah. No toy is worth anything now, like it was back then. Because yeah. then they just made it because it was like kids might want a Star Wars toy. Yeah. Now they go, people are going to buy them because they think yeah. it might be worth something
1: in the future, but it ain't. You know, you're, you're the same. You know, people that buy two or three of the same toy. Yeah. Put one away, all wrapped up might play with one of the other ones and then keep another one in the fucking safety deposit box or wherever it may be because they've they got this Just idea. in case. Yeah. yeah.
3: And it's a con. It's that mm. nowadays in regards to toys and that, I mean, myself, I buy sneakers and mm. sell eventually. But they're the ones that you're going to buy that ain't going to be worth nothing. But at the time you think, they might be, they might oh, be. So might. buy them.
4: Yeah.
3: And you buy a few of them.
4: Yeah. The,
3: the, they're not going to be if they're mass produced if you yeah. if you got it easy to buy, it, if you managed to collect it quite easily, yeah, it's worth nothing. Yeah. Of course
1: not. The and ones
3: nothing. that are worth buying,
2: was you it? ain't About gonna get 10, away. 15 years ago it started to be a thing, didn't it? If mm. you had something old, old toy twenty twenty five years ago. Now. Yeah. Because even the original McDonald's Happy Toys. Yep. Yeah. Like happy <laughs> Meal Toys. Yeah. Happy Meal Toys. Happy Toys. Alright, Happy Toys. toys. <laughs> <laughs> All <right>. happy toys. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the the early ones of those worth fortunes yeah. now. But people own. now
3: go, oh, we won't open it. It's yeah. going to be worth yeah. a couple of quid if you're lucky. I still have a very limited edition Invisible Man toy. Can you find it? <laughs> and By the way, <laughs> I'm not actually lying in this. I have a cardboard back plastic front. No figure inside. Excellent. <laughs> Brilliant.
1: Well, for the what was that for then? Was
3: that? A... Uh, I think it was for an Invisible Man film or some kind. But I Hello, thought it was
1: Hollow Man with um, Kevin, Baker. Kevin Baker. I yeah. Honestly, can't remember which one. I'm but thinking it's, it's Ch- still written Ch- on the phone. It was memoirs of yeah. where John oh, Carpenter right. movie. Yeah. 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 I think
3: yeah. On the front, it says Invisible man. there's no two in it. <laughs> unopened, <laughs> unopened, but it's I, Invisible Man. I think someone was codding you. No, <laughs> no, I know a lot of people that have it because it's. It's the fact really that people it. can say, "I've got the Invisible Man." Yeah. Where? There. But there's nothing in it. That it cost like a couple of quid. So you know? Invisible
2: Man to me was David probably you. The, the David McCallum bandages round the head oh, and he oh, took the right. bandages he off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Way, way back. That reminds me of when I went to see David Bowie. As we came out of Wembley Stadium, we go back 1989. When I saw it. I was four. There was a guy selling empty jam jars with stickers on and saying Bowie Breath. <laughs> people <laughs> buy it. <laughs> yeah. Somebody bought a brush that some cleaner claims she was working
3: for <laughs> David Beckham and it was the brush that he used for his hair and had yeah. hair in it. Was it somebody anything. bought that. No, no. I, I made the brush. <laughs> but it. I think I'm sure it's off for a couple of grand. Like maybe one, two grand. Because people just assume it really is. That's bullshit, isn't it? You yeah. look, yeah. That's all Colourable. you have to do. colorful. People do it with anything. Was it? I'm sure I was at your house when we I somebody tell you about people that were getting fresh air yeah. from like the Midlands because it was on the mountains in jars. People were
1: buying there you go. fresh yeah. jars of fresh air, you and know. And then what would they do with that? Yeah, what are you can do? Breathe it in for a couple of seconds? <laughs> yeah. what, have you, what have you learned from that? You see, yeah. this Don't is, buy it. This is why I like the four play section of the podcast. Because it has totally developed into something else. It's a brilliant <laughs> yeah. conversation. R2-D2. Well done, guys. We go. What I'm going to do, let's finish off the four-play section. It still sounds weird me saying that. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. With yeah, no one has poor play for over an hour, I don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Contributions from our listeners. Right. We've come up with about ten between us, yeah? Yeah. Because we had some double-ups, didn't we? So our listeners have chucked in. You ready? Dan. Dan Howes, Hello, Dan. Dan's four are Ava from Ex Machina. Mm, I've okay. not seen it. Not, not the not Oscar sure, Yeah. yeah. Nice shot. Sure. This one might be up for a bit of dispute, bit of conversation. He's put Hal from 2001. See, that's a computer. I would say that's a, a computer, but yeah. someone else has put a couple of what I think may be computers as well. Arnie as the Terminator. Good yeah. shot. Yeah. Can't go wrong with it. This one you might dispute as well. Dan, sorry, Dan, we're not we're not dissing these at all, mate. But Peter Weller as RoboCop. Oh, Ooh. cyborg, <laughs> cyborg, isn't it? Because <laughs> he
3: still got that, a human that is, head. That's I didn't, definitely a cyborg. To be fair,
1: I didn't lay any sort of ground rules or anything yeah. like that. I just said Robocop. I, I take it. We're I, going, mean, I
2: if we're going original RoboCop,
3: yes. If we're going the remake, well, I mean, can, oh. oh god, I mean, remake should never have been remade because it was. Yeah. But If you go with the original, I, I robot, suppose he? he's still got no. the human aspect to yeah. it. But
1: because he's still human. The film yeah.
3: calls it Robo Cop, as in exactly. robot so you've got cop. To fail, it? Yeah. So technically, yeah. the yeah. people that made the film made yeah. him a robot. Yeah, we'll let him have that one. They Don't, made not him We're him not a arguing, robot. Dan.
1: It's just we it would be pedantic for me. Yeah, I mean it's a good <laughs> show, because one of the questions yeah. Stuff yeah. Saying that questions that. Yeah, yeah. I mean the filmmakers made it robot. Yeah. But nowadays people got cyborg. Our next contribution for the foreplay is somebody you're quite familiar with, guys. It's James Forster. Oh, Oh, James. (laughs) He listens? He does. Well, I don't think he listens, but he's part of the Facebook group, and he's contributed his four robots. Um, His first choice is R2-D2. Good man. Huey, Dewey and Louie from Silent Running. But he said that's one choice, obviously. He's put Old Bob from The Black Hole where I was going with Mexico, because he's old persons. We've still never <laughs> heard of him. No, exactly. But then again, you know, me and James, we must be, you know... Some well, because you're a <laughs> Exactly. And he's put Keanu Reeves in Dracula. What? Robot. Is it? Have you seen Keanu Reeves' performance in Dracula? Surely? No. Because Keanu Reeves
3: acts like a robot. Yes. He said, I mean, that could genuinely be classed as humour. It is humour. If it wasn't pathetic. It is humour. <laughs> Is it he, because he's James? Do just... I think if anybody said that, I'd be like, "There's a case for going." do You know what? I think this was Keanu Reeves' roles in majority films are very, very. Can we go for every single? <laughs> that, that's what I mean. It's a lot easier than yeah. It is. You could. You could be like, "Oh, he gets very <laughs> robotic." You're like, "So does Liam Neeson." And every fucking film he's oh, done. Oh God, there's a new one out of him called <laughs> Commuter. Commuter, yeah,
2: which, which is, is basically takes- on a train. Yeah. yeah. I like the look of that.
1: Doesn't really? Because <laughs> yes. there's
2: one he done recently on a plane. which, which is stop Yeah. Yeah. Which is just the same. I watched but
3: 10 minutes of it and turned all, it off. All you need to do is, because we've grown with it, take it all away. Take everything you've ever thought of films, right? Yeah. Immediately, replace it or Go back to the 80s. Replace everything you've ever heard of films now. Yeah. Go back to the 80s. Put Arnie in them. All amazing films. Yeah. Put <laughs> Arnie Stallone in them. All amazing. Fuck, you can put uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. You can put uh, Chuck Norris in them. Everyone go, oh amazing! But it's because Liam Neeson keeps doing the same one. Yeah. Take him out of a little bit and go Arnie in that one. People go brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that prisoner <laughs> one of Arnie and um, Stallone. I think it was. Yes. But then there was yeah. the same, same corny shit. But yeah. we still love it. Yeah. But it's just because Liam Neeson just goes. I'm good at. You're yeah. like what? You're but not Batman. You're not Christian Bale, the <laughs> Batman. You don't need to do the voice. I think the thing
2: is with Liam Neeson is he's, <laughs> he's not the best thing we've ever met. He's what in his fifties, late fifties. Yeah. Well, he's probably pushing sixty. And there. yeah. He's found his action film
3: status too late, too late.
2: Right? too late, and they're just trying to sort of cram in every
3: single film. They're honing on to this, this old yet.
2: And Liam Neeson's a <laughs> g- <laughs> Liam Neeson's a great
3: actor. Yeah,
2: but why I just concentrate really on? Of skills. Well, it's obviously the money that's making him concentrate <laughs> on that yeah. type of film.
3: But I will find you, and I will kill you, and I will kill you. It, Unless my son plays drums in love actually. Yeah, I was gonna say is then I will meet Claudia Schiffer and I will fall in love.
4: Yeah.
3: And <laughs> who wouldn't? <laughs> Me, because I don't think Claudia Schiffer's that nice still. Julian Roberts maybe. Yeah. Or um Cindy Crawford. Yes. Oh. She's, she's a pretty woman. Cindy, if you're a fan of the stinking boys, you know.
1: <laughs> hit her brother up. She she listens. She listens <laughs> she's regularly. an avid listener. She listens regularly. She contributed. <laughs> yeah. She's actually contributed to our robots conference. Yeah. yeah, Cindy Corbett's the next <laughs> she, she, I'll, I'll read that out in a second. Uh, ben, Ben Taylorson from the Rated H the horror podcast. Dear friend of the podcast, we've known him a long, long time, guys. Um, he's put Johnny Fire from Short Circuit. That's yeah. the one I've talked all about the week. I did have that written down as yeah. a sort of substitute. Yeah, as an also-ran, yeah. He's also put K2SO from Rogue One, oh, which we've yeah. spoken about. Yeah, we have, yeah. Had, yeah.
2: Sarcastic, but a little Shit. bit too Shit. intent on being funny. Yeah. Poor, rather than
1: just Worst naturally, naturally film.
2: being funny. Yeah, worse
3: Rogue One Really? No, not Ruined the film completely. Bastardised Disney making a shit Star Wars film <laughs> by having a shit <laughs> robot that you know continuously goes on with crap. <laughs> I slept for 45 minutes of that film because he ruined it with his drivel of oh, don't fuck... C3PO was stupid humour that was just oh, shit. I'm yeah. sarcastic but didn't realise. Yeah. K- sarcastic K-crap, whatever, I think, was just so, yeah. I'm throwing this in because it has to be. You are like, mate. Shut up.
1: Take it. You are not a fan. It's shit. <laughs> <What gave laughs> worst <that> robot.
3: <laughs> worst
1: worst robot. Really? I'd okay.
3: rather have fucking listen to Wally or oh, Big Christ. Six. Or I was
1: going to mention Wally.
3: Big Six was almost one of my choices. Mm.
1: Uh, I just okay. think okay. films that were made for it fine, but him, yeah, he Okay, let's, let's let's go for it. Ben has also for. Put- Colossus from Colossus the Forbin Project. Now, this oh, my God. What a early... shite film that but was. I think that was a computer. I'm not sure. I, is it I don't one... care. It was a f- <laughs> I've never seen it. But I think but it's no, the one about... No, I think was... it's a computer... Ben, forgive me, because I'm not overly familiar with this, but I think it's about a computer that, again, becomes sentient, uh, but it's, yeah. it's controlling the nuclear armaments and things yeah, like that. It, and it, it, is that sort it of... was not a good film, Okay.
2: to be polite.
1: Now, this one, don't take your feelings on the film itself, but we're talking about the robot, Joy, from Blade Runner 2049. What, the new oh, film? Yeah. Didn't like the new film. Oh what my about God. the
3: robot, jo- well, Joy? To be fair, I genuinely couldn't find anything that I liked about the new. Yeah. I said to Paul, that, when we were talking yeah. about it, I went, I just can't. I've
2: watched it very recently, probably as recently as Liam. Mm-hmm. Um. So directed in an artistic way that the two and a half hours that it was could have been an hour and a half and a good film or reasonably good film, but it was just so
1: drawn out. It's a, it's a shame Charlie's not here because Charlie loves the movie. Really? Yeah. I mean, Charlie loves it, it was
2: the, the cinematic aspect of it. Was beautiful. It's a good-looking
3: film.
2: Yeah, yeah. but no,
3: that's, that's the only thing I could see. That it was a good-looking film. Yeah,
2: but the it, fact that every scene was like if someone like had a pensive thought instead of being a second, <laughs> it was twenty seconds. <laughs> it was
3: like, and how can I possibly make this th- film any longer? Put time. me in, <laughs> yeah. uh, an Oscar it was just like I'm trying I'm gonna, to make me yeah. look good. I'm trying to be
2: emotional, but instead of just a split second on my face showing pain, I'll look around had to express it. <laughs> and, and I'll see the dust in the distance. And, and I'll see someone like crying that. for me. Oh no, I'm in pain. And for a film like <laughs> that it isn't
3: needed. Oh, it's just was,
2: don't
3: it's like yeah. you have the option to remake to add on. Yeah. Don't bastardise it. I'm, if you this, this could stuff, do a shit. director's
2: edit where it shortened it,
3: <laughs> it would be a bloody good film. Or well, but... if you could do a bloopers version where the people
1: seem to yeah, own, oh, look at <laughs> what. Yeah, 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 stop. I just. Yeah. I'm, stop. I'm just... Keeping that, I need a second viewing of that to make my mind open, No, I, I really oh, couldn't. I have not got
2: enough spare time in my life where I want a second <laughs> viewing of that film. I've wasted many minutes <laughs> of
3: my life, and I'm
1: not going to waste any more on that. Okay, let's keep going. Kevin Matthews, Kevin, hello, good friend of the Facebook group. Oh, hi, Kev. Do
3: you mind me calling you Kev? Well,
1: Kev, Kev would appreciate that, actually. Yeah, Kev, Kev. Kev is a avid contributor to the podcast group. He has put the T one hundred and one from the Terminator. Nice, nice call. Good, no, good choice. He has put Gort from the day the Earth stood still. Never seen it. I've recognised that. I know the time. Yeah, Clartaburado Nictu. It's the sorry. That's, that's, what, that's what language That's speak? Yeah, that's, that's the <laughs> but, saying right, right, right. from it. They remade the Earth stood still with Keanu Reeves a couple of years back. Why is Keanu, Keanu Reeves?
2: Canano Canano. <laughs> why is he getting so many mentions?
1: It is. It, it, yeah. Who knows? He may come up again in the minute. It was a of yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. But the original two thousand eight was, please, like, was Dana the remake. Andrew's, I can't remember in the fifties, and it was like a, an allegory about nineteen fifty one, uh, communism and things like that. Yeah, it was. And, and Gort was this big silver robot that came out of the UFO. Yeah. Very iconic. Yep. Yeah, very iconic looking robot.
3: UFO lands in Washington D.C. Bearing go. a
1: message for Earth. Leaders, all yeah. of humanity
3: stand still. Why have I landed in America? Klaatu, mm. which was Michael Rennie. Yeah, and the, and the saying is
1: Klaatu Barada Nikki. Yep, yeah. has come so, on behalf of the alien life,
3: yeah.
4: Yeah,
1: so, and they come to warn the Earth that you're destroying your planet with
2: what you're doing. So. Yeah,
1: we know that shit. And I should tell Trump. Kevin's last one, he's actually two choices. Either version, he says, of Robot Bill or Robot Ted from Bill and Ted's bogus Journey. Nice. No. Oh, nice. No, <laughs> forgot genuinely, all about it, Genuinely an amazing choice.
3: Yeah. Out of all of the people that have nominated, he <laughs> deserves a prize for that. Should we say because, he's excellent? I mean, <laughs> I he's thought outside totally <laughs> excellent. <laughs> I mean, compared to the previous one that mentioned something about Keanu Reeves, who was a moron for saying that, this one, <laughs> that, yeah, he's genuinely... Him. Yeah. yeah, oh, I, that's, that's great. I, I take my if I had it. Hang on, Cheers. we, we ching to that.
1: <laughs> nice <laughs> fucking shout. Excuse yeah. the language. Well, that is a good call. Well done, Kevin. Okay, okay. I love it. And next contribution is from Bruce Bruce McLean. He is Bruce, Bruce. McLean. Is he Australian? what's a
2: superb name. <laughs> yeah, in Australian in diehard. die-hard. In yeah, <laughs> well it
1: could be it could be McLean. Yeah. yeah either way it sounds yeah. like he should be a superhero of some kind he is a superhero to this podcast because oh, he has an awesome name and he regularly contributes to the podcast yeah, lots awesome of Facebook group, Genuinely which love. you guys don't <clears throat> oh I'm sorry <laughs> yeah oh I listen to all the time but because I don't brag about come on let's go right he's got Robbie the bubble headed robot from the 1950s and onward Forbidden Planet Robbie the Robot Oh Forbidden Planet yeah, uh, yeah Robbie the Robot yeah, so. Lost in Space yeah yep yeah. T one thousand, the Mercurial co-star from the Terminator two. Yes. Yes. See, we mentioned Arnie, yep, but he's going been with... down that road. Yep. I haven't seen this film, and there's a lot of buzz about, it, even though it's five years old now. Really critically acclaimed, um, starring Frank Mangella. There was a film called Robot and Frank. No idea. Yeah, yeah.
2: Is that a Frankenstein and
1: something? No, of... no, what it is, it's 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 the robot. It's um Frank Langella is getting quite old, he's quite elderly, and his family get him this robot to help him with his everyday tasks and to live his life and like It's like, like a Stanner like Standard. Basically. <laughs> the robot version of a Stand standard. I haven't seen the film but it gets five star ratings across the board and it's
4: yeah, really great. Really
1: great. Yeah, okay. it's on my list of things to watch. Uh, and again, Gort from The Day the Earth Stood Still is nominated, or oh, given by his Italian name, Nick Toberada. Is he triangular? Seen the, haven't <laughs> to, haven't um, seen the film for a while to watch it again. Right, Tom, Tom from the Anywhere But Here podcast. Oh, and, we know yeah, them. you know Tom. We know them well. Here we go. Right, so Sonny from iRobot. Good man. <laughs> I like that choice. <laughs> Wally
2: and Eva from Wally. See, I've Wally. seen. Well, I watched <laughs> about the first hour, half Wally. hour, three quarters an hour of Wally, and I
1: didn't particularly like it. That's what I did. I re watched it Christmas. I watched a half hour previously, couldn't get into it. Watched no. it this Christmas, loved it. Oh, you did? Yep. So perhaps yep. I, give I need to go. give it another go. Yeah. Give it another go. Tom's also put any of the residents of Westworld. Now, I don't know if he's referred <clears> <throat> to the movie or the yeah, series. Way. Yeah. And he's put Chappie. Nice. Yeah? Yeah, I liked Chappie. Did you see Chappie, Liam? Chappie? About two years ago. Yeah. South yeah. African. Yeah, it's done...
2: Oh, it's really... Oh, I just thought of a film. It's Sorry. really... You can still... It's Chappie. really strange film because it's quite disjointed. It's quite... It's like the slums of South Africa. Yeah, and he
3: becomes his... Yeah, yeah I didn't watch it. Yeah, no, it's really good film. I what think. I was thinking of, speaking of robots, was the one with Hugh Jackman, where his son <gasps> oh, builds the a robot. I want the boxing one. <laughs> I love that film. It was yeah. such... It was a feel-good film. I don't care if you go oh, all yeah. shit. It, oh, it's not a film that you called? have to critically claim. Steel. Play. Steel. Yes. steel.
2: It was almost and like... I a steel pamphlet. That's remember bad. that toy you had when you were younger with the boxing ring? Yeah. With two
1: Lock, robots I and it go, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it was that. I'm that old. Yeah. I had it with Muhammad Ali and Henry Cooper. You are that old. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but that film, that was a good film in regards to the, the robot... I I that. I thought that
2: was a really good. This is still Magnolia.
1: No, no, still completely different movie. um, Tom's also put. I like his. Oh, he's also put. Tom's also put or Johnny Five. Yeah, he says, I assume you'll be talking about Tars and Case, which are my favourite robots in the film for a long time. I did mention that. Yeah, so simple but really effective and totally different from standard humanoid robots. They were because
2: they were just blocks like revolving round an axis rather than like trying to look like. a human and walk upstairs and do whatever. They were
3: just revolving things. Rather than being the human that walks upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> of all the things no, that wrote rather, rather than, than be one that walks upstairs. Than
2: having joints for arms and legs. They were just blocks that revolved and
1: <laughs> Right. This one. This, this one that walks upstairs.
3: <laughs> rather than one that opens a beer.
2: Maturity, I would like to say. fuck um, you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Next one is from Mark from the Good, the Bad and the Odd Podcast who has been on the show several times now. He says, I'm going to go genre to mess up your conversation. And I'm going okay. to go with KM14 from Jason X. Now, let me just skip forward on the Jason, as in for the conversation. in thirty, in space. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah part 10. He, at the end of this yeah. This actual bit that Mark's put he's put discuss these. I dare you. Honestly, Mark, I don't think we're going to actually actually contribute anything. Never seen Jason. I've Hicks. seen it once. The appalling film. Yeah, I'm I've bawling. seen it once. I've seen it once. The only bit I am a huge Friday
3: 13. Yeah, and that film was so bad.
1: The only bit I like is the bit where the bird gets bashed to death
3: yeah. in the sleeping bag on the train. Other than that, the film does not uh, warrant. a lot, lot so about you, yeah. Scott.
1: <laughs> No, honestly, it's the best bit about it, because other than that the film doesn't warrant discussion. Right. This is this is probably by Mark Stanley, and I love Mark to death because he's great for stuff like this. L from Star Crash. Now Star
2: Crash. Oh, <sighs> wasn't
1: bad. that a shit eighties movie? It was from I think nineteen eighty
2: itself. Where up. some naked bird fucking turned <laughs> up. Oh my oh, god. So a,
1: strong. That, that, swearing. That that sums it up basically it I'm honestly Mark I can't remember too much about Star Trek yes. it's like it's a bit like Species remember
2: Species I really love Species yeah but it's that kind of premise yeah. of the naked
1: sexy the female
2: I can't remember
1: I can't, I... anyway it, the latest Muppet movie I had to question this because Mark has put the 80s robot from yeah, the Muppets
2: there is one in there yeah yeah
1: it's so, right, you're, you're more aware of
2: this than I am because I said to Mark, only because oh, I looked at the hundred and one Best oh. Robot Movies, and
1: it was in there. Because I replied to Mark and said, I'm a fan of the Muppets. I don't remember 80s Robot for what the Muppets. a robot in the Muppets? Yeah, it's in the latest movie, the last one that came out with Ricky Gervais. Is that the one? No. No, I'm not too sure. I mean, I love Ricky Gervais. I love the Muppets, but why on earth did they need a robot in it? Well, I don't know. It must be like a specific joke they're running through. I don't... We'll have to have a look. And Mark has put the ABC Warrior from Judge Dredd. Oh! I, which Judge Dread? The, the Stallone I'm assuming the Stallone one was called Judge Dredd. No, actually, the... Both. They were both called Judge Dredd? Yeah, both they? were called no, Judge No, I Dredd. can't what's think... What's Ryan the ABC Warrior? I can't remember. I'm sure that's
3: the... Yeah, um, I've seen the Stallone one. Which could be... Could be... No. Let me just have a look, quickly, just in case I think I've the wrong one. I'm, it I'm just Sesame one... Street. No, no, no. Could be... Should have been... Definitely a fucking a robot. Big bird. Definitely a robot.
1: <laughs> Definitely <laughs> a robot. What what judge trade The rich The sliced alone. Yep. Ah, oh, I remember that. Yes, I do remember mm. it. Yes, it's a good call. Um, it he is. was a mean, motherfucker. Yes, that's a quite unique looking robot. The last couple before we go into the stellar review. Steve Smokey from the. Rated H podcast, Hi, Smokey. He's said we have to include the T one hundred.
2: Well done. That seems to be across the board. That one.
1: <laughs> Kane from RoboCop two. Mm. I can't remember RoboCop
3: two at all. <laughs> I just remember. Uh, to be fair, the fact that I can't remember
1: it. Do you know yeah. what I was? Going to, I was going to suggest Ed two hundred and nine from the first one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it it maybe. Cracker, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. But. St- Steve, well done for thinking outside the box, mate. Fucking Kane from RoboCop 2. I, I can't remember it at all. I, can't, mm. I went to the cinema to see
2: it. I saw all three at the cinema. but and
1: I don't think I've seen it since. Uh, i would be like picking Alpha 5 from the Power Ranger movie. Something <laughs> yeah. not really worried about. That. We're going to have to go back. Um, he's put the original malfunctioning sex robot from the original Westworld. I would direct you back to that (laughs) film, guys, just to watch it. Actually, next couple of months, I think we'll review it. Um, And he's put a bit of a cheat, this one, as it's a computer. So he's recognised the computer. He's put the cheating bitch chess machine from the thing has to be included. No, sorry. Don't know that one. You know the bit where Kurt Russell is playing computer chess? Yeah. Checkmate. He lifts open the flap pours in the glass of JB whiskey. Yeah. Cheating ditch. Oh, my
3: God. <laughs> That's not really. <laughs> oh, right. my no, He God. said it.
1: Don't uh, I mean, fair play. yeah, he he's said, admitted it. Yeah. He said a bit of a cheat, this one. I was actually thinking, what? Yeah. But, yeah, no, yeah, yeah I dude. get it. I get it. And the last one, if I've missed any, guys, because I'm, I'm trying to read these through, but if I've missed any, I'll pick them up in the next episode. This one's from Claire. Well, our clout. Our clout. Uh, oh, our boy, our she uh, dear clout. dear It's got to be some swear words, in not it? She only put this in tonight. So, nice. she's put the Iron Giant. Ah, oh, what, the Roll Ro- Tart, was it? The was one it that Robin Williams the, the Carter, played? The one yeah. that Vin Diesel was the yeah, um, yeah, voice yeah.
3: to, yeah? I thought it was Robin Williams. I don't think... Was do do it of? Robin Williams had done. I'm oh. think of James and Giant Peach.
1: No. Vin Diesel was the voice of the Iron Giant, I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bicentennial Man.
3: Oh,
2: I loved Robin Williams in that. Yeah.
1: That's what i really about Yeah,
2: yeah. That was I don't great. think I've ever seen it. Ted Hughes. Ted Hughes wrote the the book, yeah. Iron Giant. And he was a poet he was poet laureate, but he was he was, made, yeah. um, he was more about animals and uh, their behaviour.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, very very famously wrote the The Iron Giant, Yeah. yeah. Players also added the robots in the film Robots. Yes. Bit of a cop out. And um, (laughs) it takes us in a link back to
2: Star Wars Mm -hmm. because Scottish guy, can't think of his name. Ewan
1: McGregor. Ewan McGregor (laughs) was in
2: Robots. He was. And in obviously in Star Wars. Yep. That was a great film. I I loved Robots. I haven't seen
1: it. You're right.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Anyone that's seen Robots will know that one. Let's all randomly make fucking noises.
2: (laughs) They they had, because it was American, they had this uh, robot with a big arse and it was called Aunt Fanny because she had a huge fanny (laughs) (laughs) which translates across to the UK as slightly
1: different. It does indeed. (laughs) Claire's come up with a fucking brilliant one. This is the last one, guys. Ian Holm as Ash in Alien.
2: Oh,
3: is it again? I wouldn't not say a, not a robot. I wouldn't.
1: Well, what?
3: It is a robot, but it's just because yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, but it's just really of all the things Alien. How on earth could it be the best thing about that film that makes no, it a no, great no, robot?
1: I think that's a great choice for a robot. That's what I'm saying. No,
3: Real Steel was the film. I Real Steel. About. I don't know. Yeah, Steel well, yeah, no, uh, of all things alien and all things robots in any other film, mm. not even a
1: top ten oh, I mention. Think I think the reveal that when he you actually find out that he is a robot is superb. Yeah, no, I'm still... Quite You're going really through aliens. this whole thing. You know, the first time you ever watch that film, you just think he's a member of the crew. And then suddenly when he attacks Sigourney Weaver and she manages to knock his head off of his neck... And all that white gunk starts going,
3: you think, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, I did, but I watched that film far too long after it came out because I'm a yeah. lot younger.
1: Okay.
3: Well, <laughs> so I'd still go with <laughs> more...
1: Recurring theme. Of yeah, more, much more
2: modern, because i think... <laughs> is this the wrong time to admit to the fact You've never that Alien. I've never fully watched
1: any of the Alien movies leave? It's not too late to admit, but I think we need to discuss at some point.
2: I've seen most yeah. of the first one um, and bits of others, but believe. never actually watched them.
1: It's quite bad.
2: Actually. Like sci-fi, don't like sci-fi horror.
1: Okay. We'll do something to remedy. God, to... he fucking speak? <laughs>
3: find remedy? Like find the... someone else to do the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do something to remedy <laughs> this. Get out. Do we'll some... find
1: someone else. <laughs> um. I think a screening of Alien on the projector on the big mm-hmm. screen is in order <laughs> very, think, very soon. Alien. I've... All... All,
4: mm.
3: all Alien films I've loved. There are varying quality. Even like Alien vs Predator I liked. It. Yeah. as uh, much well, like, I've seen really. that. I actually liked yeah? it.
4: Yeah?
3: Yeah. I've, Just I've the actually plot. seen that one. I like the plot. The, the actual film yeah. was shit but it's like the idea of it I thought was yeah.
1: brilliant. Okay. That's foreplay for this episode. We're gonna be back in a second with our review of Interstellar. Little late, Coop. Yeah, we had a flight.
0: It's an Indian surveillance drone. Solar cells power an entire farm. What'd you do, Murph? Uh, She didn't do nothing. Murphy's law. You're a well educated man, Coop, and a trained pilot, and an engineer. The world doesn't need
2: any more engineers. We didn't run out of planes and television
0: sets. We ran out of food.
2: Dan, why did you need me after something that's bad? Oh, well, we didn't. Murphy's law?
0: Murphy's law doesn't mean that something bad will happen. It means that whatever can happen will happen. We must confront the reality that nothing in our solar system can help us. Now you need to tell me what your plan is to save the world. We're not meant to save the world. We're meant to leave it. And this is the mission we were trained for. I've got kids, Professor. Get out there and save them. You
3: have no idea when you're coming back. I'm coming back.
0: We must reach far beyond our own lifespans.
2: We must think not as
0: individuals, but as a species. We must confront the reality of interstellar travel. Murph, I love you forever.
1: I'm coming back. Interstellar released on the 7th of November, 2014, directed by Christopher Nolan. Starring Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, Jessica Chastain, Michael Kane going to pass it over to Liam, although it is Paul's choice for tonight. But Liam, can you read that synopsis for us, please,
3: mate? Yes. In, in Earth's future, a global crop blight and second dust bowl are slightly rendering the planet uninhabitable. Professor Brand, played by Michael Kane, a brilliant NASA physicist, is working on plans to save mankind from transporting Earth's population to a new home via a wormhole. But first, Brown must send former NASA pilot Cooper, played by Matthew McConaughey, and a team of researchers through a wormhole and across the galaxy to find out which of the three planets could be mankind's new home. Paul, your choice? Yeah, I love sci-fi films. Yep.
2: And even more, I love sci-fi films that have factual basis to them. <laughs> and obviously we don't know absolutely everything about space and different dimensions, and this just explores that to a different degree than every, every other film that has been made.
4: Yeah.
2: And, and the fact that... We've all seen films where we have to leave Earth and we have to go and explore new galaxies and populate them. them. Yeah. yeah. It, it's all been done before in TV and on film. But this was researched and it's like the, the research that was based on the facts that we have
1: yeah.
2: um, of black holes and, and wormholes and it just explored it and although this film now we see as fiction
4: yeah
2: who's to know that in 50 years 100 years time it could actually be more factual than fiction
1: that's our basis of science yeah isn't it yeah that that's (laughs) it It, it's
2: it's the case of it's a film i i love the film but i could see why people don't like the film It's not one that I say everyone has to love. It's because you have to think about it. You have to believe in that scientific fact that we know at the moment as to where the film could progress to. The fact that time as a fourth dimension is not just linear, it could actually be
3: the fact that it's curved and you can... I mean, time is, to... time is curved. Yeah. Time is proven that it's on, curved. Can yeah.
1: I interrupt a bit? We're reviewing a film here. Yeah. You're <laughs> sounding like Sheldon. Um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I do like the drank theory. Why do you like the
2: film? Because it makes you think.
1: Right, good, okay. We don't usually review films in the last 10 years, and yeah. we've given you licence to do this. Is it... In in the realm of science fiction movies, a top science fiction movie. I believe
2: so, because any science fiction movie has to give you some kind of instance to think about, oh, perhaps, what if that was actually to happen, sort of thing. And this gives you lots of aspects of that, of of the fact that, If we were to go through a wormhole, if we were to leave Earth, if we were to go to another planet with atmosphere, Mm. would time be relative to what we currently exist on?
1: Did the whole plot of the movie and and the premise of it, was it it very complicated for you? I mean, there's a lot of very complicated themes in this film. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pass this over to Liam in a second as well, but... There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of science in there, this movie. There is one of the a bunch. lot,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's not going to make a lot of
2: sense to a lot of people. It is definitely one of those films that, as I said, I don't expect everyone to love this film. Yeah, because it is a film where you have to concentrate on from start to finish, and you you have to pay attention. You have to see where the film's going. When the film gets to its more Sort of upbeat part of it. You have to remember what you've seen at the start with yeah. the with the bookshelf uh, displaying yeah. signs of sort of <laughs> it's not Morse code, um, but like sort of it's a, a code, a binary code of some instance. Mm. And it is a case where, where you get to the very end of the film, you have to remember the very start of the film.
1: Yeah. But I'm just thinking more the general scientific complications of it, you know. Well, the, the, the film itself, they, they employed
2: theatrical physicists. It's easy for you to say. Theoretical <laughs> physicists. I can't say that. <laughs> theoretical but, physicists. Uh, as a executive producer and scientific consultant mm-hmm. on the film, so it's not like they've gone into this blindly and just tried to sort of say, Make oh, this yeah, this, yeah. This, is, this is what it's going to be like. That They've actually put as much evidence in this day and age as they've got into so the film. This is quite plausible, Yeah,
1: it's, it's plausible until proven otherwise, okay. almost. Liam, yep. fan of the film? I love the film. Love the film does the scientific side of it appeal to you or is it more the cinematic side of the story and the actors and the cast? And... I
3: think both, in the sense... I mean, one thing I'd say is the film is too long. It's far too long. Um, it ah, starts...
1: Paul well, put his hand up there as well. You all yeah. agree with that? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah.
3: I'm i in so I mean, I like
2: a plot explained, but I do like people sometimes
3: to get to the point.
1: Right. Liam? How much would you have liked to have seen trimmed from the film? I
3: would say up to forty minutes.
1: Yeah.
3: Of it yeah, taking right. right.
1: around.
2: How long is it? How long's Nearly one hour. No, sorry, one hundred and sixty-nine
3: minutes. Yeah. So Jesus. eleven minutes short of three hours. It's yeah. it goes on to about, and I can see there's bits of the introduction part that that needs to be in it. That's fine. Mm. Um, I think it it could be shortened, for me. It, I mean, the first time I watched it, I loved it, and I watch it every time, and I won't skip any, but yeah. if you used to introduce it to someone and go watch this film, if they're not interested in the the, the type of film it is, then they could get bored quite yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is really very interesting because purely for me on the basis that nobody knows, no one ever will know. No. We, we're never going to know. No scientist is ever going to know yeah. yep. because you'll die before you ever get to know. And, and sure. that's, what, that's what's good about anything. That's
1: what science fiction is all about, yeah. isn't and, it? And <laughs>
3: that's what makes it good is thats is that the, the, what is there? Um, it, it talks about time and time time is not some Time on Earth is something that we make up. It's not something that is. It's something that we make up. Yeah. Time isn't there. Time never has been. It's just the so humans it's an chose. arbitrary
1: set of numbers, isn't yes. it? Yes. Time though? is it's an illusion.
3: Humans made that there. Yep. No one else did. Yep. So we go by what it is, and there's nothing to say that us travelling to Neptune isn't going to be isn't going to make us age older quicker or age we, we've slower. we've never
1: done it. Yeah. Because, yeah,
3: we haven't done yeah. it yet. So the, the the fact that the human mind can only see third-dimensional, it cannot see fourth-dimensional, it cannot see fifth-dimensional,
1: yeah, it's still there. What I'm, what I'm getting from you two is that you guys have really sort of embraced... The scientific side of this movie. Uh, it's a movie mm, that makes you think.
3: Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, totally. for me, yeah. Yeah. prior to the film, I, I and purely because of my, my own basis that I've read many physics books. Right. Uh, for myself, I, I'm i very.
1: You'd like it I'm in an atheist,
3: sort of. so I believe in everything space and I, I will read everything I possibly can.
1: Anything's possible unless proved
3: otherwise. Yeah. yeah. Until someone can show me that it's not, yeah. then it yeah. is. Right. In this religion
1: as a movie, <laughs> let's 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 construct. On the oh,
3: movie I purely of think it. it's the in regards to what it's trying to achieve, it's probably mm-hmm. the best in its genre. Yeah, and I'm not, what what's it what's as a he, what's sci-fi what's trying to
1: achieve? Then you...
3: it's
2: trying oh. to thought f- provoke people into yeah. what can happen in the future. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that we're all going to leave a in 50 years' time yeah. or 100 years' time. But should we ever need to leave Earth, which will come, this in is a time, possible outcome. Then it, it is a possible outcome. And it is trying to explain the fact, especially when you get to the point where they're orbiting a planet but go down for like one hour, but it turns out to be like seven years Ooh. or whatever. It's trying to explain the differences between the time and space uh, relativity, and, um, which obviously Einstein tried to work out years ago. Um, it, it's just trying to bring to reality what we face if we were ever to leave this planet and this solar system.
1: It could possibly happen.
2: See, so
3: I kind of... My thing is that I, I I love science. I love space. I love what the possibilities could be and the fact that we'll never know is that. But I think in some senses the film is showing what is what, what they would like to be possible but also, also at the same time should never be done.
1: Right.
3: Uh, in a purely humanitarian, if you want uh, a better word for it, but yeah. we destroy the planet yeah. we're on
4: mm-hmm.
3: and yeah. it's like a it's like a thing saying this planet is going to die because it will. Yep. Yeah. No matter what. Every yeah. planet has to, every star yeah. has to and, the, it is a and big shelf life, yeah. 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 And it's kinda of like saying the film is pretty much arguing that we are running out of time, we're all gonna go, so we need to find another planet to live on, yep. so please go do it. And at the same time it's like a uh, to me I see the film as both a what if and a why don't we because yeah. we could all disappear into another planet, yeah. but yet yeah, we'd do the same thing there. We'd learn to live, yeah. we'd learn to kill, yeah, we, we, we'd yeah. kill it.
2: Yeah. What's we're the life What's lifespan on a different planet? Yeah. Humans
3: are made for this planet we're on purely for the reason of what we're doing. We're, we're yeah. going to kill each other out, that's what we do. And it's like, this is what could happen, but that's nothing too far ahead. It, it, it gives you the free will, as such, to think of what you could do, but not to the point where you think, We are going to. Because we're not. We're still looking at the Mars project now in real life, and it's not something that's happening right now. It will happen. Of course it will. But it's not... It's a 100 people. There's no scientific facts behind it. There's just scientific research. And that's Mm -hmm. the good thing with theoretical physicists, is it's all theory. Anyone that argues and says otherwise is wrong. (laughs) Because you cannot prove... It is no different. And that's what this film has done, is that people that do not know because we cannot think in a fourth dimensional or fifth dimensional mind that film cannot be argued that's why it's so good it's that, and it's not to me I take it away from science fiction it's just science mm, right. it's not science fiction because science fiction would be an alien coming out of your body you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a predator coming, coming down to get plausible. you it's yeah, yeah. This yeah. is something that we do not know and we cannot question because they're still trying to figure it
2: out. Currently, it's science fiction, but it could
3: be science fact.
1: Okay, forget all about the science, science theory, the science fact Just as a the film. Let's talk about the film. Let's talk about Christopher Nolan. I, I genuinely think as Christopher
3: Nolan. I think, it's probably, for me, it's his best he's done. Right, so you're aware and seen the Batman
1: trilogy. Only one Batman film was good yeah. out there. What did you what was your favourite?
3: See, mine was People Batman Joe. Begins.
1: Batman Begins, first one, you've led Dark Knight. Mm. Dark Knight, yeah, I would say. Every Dark Batman film
3: was identical to the last, to the second, to the third. None were done any differently in any way, shape or form. Which is fine, because it's Batman. Yeah. But Batman was poorly done. Batman Begins. Just just Batman is, is oh, the character. Well, yeah. Liam Neeson. He was <laughs> he, he was he was poorly, very poorly done. And I think, and regardless whether Heath Ledger died or not, the Joker made Dark Knight. Take away did. that yeah, film, I
1: totally agree. Take
3: totally that cool. film away in its entirety. No one would give a shit about Batman films of them once. No one would.
1: Yeah, it would because have Because no the idea. one with Tom Hardy to
3: was piss poor. What was the it? one, one with Sean Connery? What was the one with to be half Um That was Dark Knight.
2: Because that was good. Up Dark until that the, point. Up until the point where it's like turned into mm-hmm. the half-faced guy, it was
3: like Oh, that was boring. <laughs> half-faced guy. Harvey Harvey Den. Yeah. yeah. But then that's the thing that portrayed the comic, which is yeah. why it was good. That and the Joker portrayed the comic, which was fine. So But Christopher Nolan as a director that this film made for me would make someone go. He's actually taken time
1: for this. Yeah. Right, this is what I want to talk about because Christopher Nolan, most people associate Christopher Nolan with the, the, with the Batman trilogy. The Batman trilogy, trilogy yep. But you've got Inception. Great film, yeah. Memento. Yep, a good film. Did he do Insomnia as well? I've not seen that. No, that's faithless. Dunkirk.
2: I've still to see that. You've not seen, uh, it? I really Liam, must have seen that, Have you seen I it? I have,
1: it's very yeah. good
3: film. And the thing is, I think. Christopher Nolan's films are great if he just does a film. He, if people could tell and go, oh, he made Batman, it's stupid to remember. That's it's like saying Tim Burton, oh, Batman. Don't think of the Batman. Batman is not a film that anyone should oh, ever Edward do. Scissorhands. Tim,
1: Tim Burton, I think of Tim Burton as like a genre in its own Yeah, that, that, it's exactly that's exactly it. Gothic, dark. Me, right, so yeah. I'm sort of thinking, is Christopher Nolan and I spoke to Charlie about this earlier today is Christopher Nolan becoming a sort of genre that they're quite gloomy and depressing because you look at the Batman trilogy you look at this you look at Inception you look at Memento there's no joy in any of his Dunkirk there's no joy in, there's no joy in any of his so there's nothing light was and it, bubbly was it his brother who is the screenwriter? Jonathan Nolan yeah
3: Jonathan Nolan's the one who's looking to make it in this data Yeah, and he studied
2: relativity at Caltech Uni whilst writing the screenplay for this film.
3: So that's research to its absolute exactly, yeah, maximum, it? You can't, you isn't can't it?
1: deny the research in this movie. But I I'm think just... that's
3: the thing. It is With a film like this, there are no...
1: There there's are no, no definite, like, there there's no, no
3: indefinites. You there? could make that film. What's to say you don't know mm-hmm. about space that someone that claims they studied it do? Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson knows space. He knows time. He knows relativity.
4: Yeah.
3: But he doesn't know. Uh, Stephen Hawkins. Yeah. He, he came up with a theory two years ago that I said,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and I'm not in any way, shape, or form got any letters after my name. Yeah. I have no knowledge. But he said about black holes being a, dump, a portal to another dimension. Yeah. I said that years ago. Years ago, and I'm not saying it's because he said, but I genuinely said that, and I said it to many people, but it doesn't, doesn't matter who you get to research a film. The only time it matters is if is if you're making the new Iron Man film and someone's read the comics, because with space, no one knows what can and can't be. No one ever will know, and that's why it, it made uh, Christopher Nolan a success with this film, because people gone, you have allowed free reign. That's it. He's allowed someone, and he got Hans Zimmer to do music, which you cannot argue what a man can do
4: mm.
3: with an orchestra. He's ma- that he done the same with Inception. Hans Zimmer done the same. That Christopher yeah. Nolan can make you think about a film. Take away Batman because it doesn't exist. It shouldn't right. exist.
1: Okay. Mm.
3: Because anyone can make a Batman film, same as anyone can make a Superman film. But can anyone make a good Batman? Pretty much everyone has at that time. <laughs> it's do they test in time? I loved Batman forever with so, Jim Carrey, so, what you're and Tony saying Jones. is like
1: that the Burton Batmans were perfect for the 90s. That, I, they're my yeah. favourite for yeah. that time. But then the Nolan ones were perfect for this time. This time. Mm. So, in 10, 20 years' time, someone, someone will do them. another one. Because yeah. they always they're do with get another interpretation. yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. that's what they do with Batman. Okay, look, let's, let's bring it back into this film rather yep. than the theories behind it and the science behind it and stuff like that. It's a, a, it's a fucking long film. It L- is. Does it need to be this, this no, long? Um, me, say, me say no, Paul. It's strange because on the first
2: watch, maybe. Right. But doesn't need the bit about the crops like, and the fires. Yeah, that, that, that that's it. If, okay, okay. Yeah. You could cut it down. And, I mean, definitely on the second watch, you'd say, right, cut off half hour half at least. Half an hour or so.
1: Liam, how much would you say? 40, minutes. 40 yeah. minutes. So we're saying a two-hour movie would Maximum. Be? Yeah. yeah, maximum two okay, hours. Okay, so we've got all the bit of the beginning, which is the set-up with the yeah. family and all that. Like that. Yeah. But, like, I think, I think it was Liam that was saying that or Paul was saying, where something in a, in a typical film would take a minute to divulge in a movie, it takes three or four. Yeah. yeah. Is that... It's, it's is not that, as bad as Blade it, Runner where it takes ten. I, I, haven't, really, I haven't really actually asked you.
2: Do, do you like the film, Paul? I love the film because if you concentrate on it, and you have to concentrate from start to finish, yeah. it makes you think. Okay, you it makes you think about whether there's a fourth and a fifth dimension yeah. and how it would affect the human race and if we had to leave Earth, how it would affect us again.
1: So you're a, you're a, you're a fed, basically. Yeah. You, you, Liam, just a gut reaction, good film, bad film. Uh, this is a great film. Great film, yeah. okay. I like the film. Again, we're all saying we'd trim it by 30 minutes. Oh, gross, minutes, yeah. Whatever. Totally in agreement with yeah. you. I watched it about a year or two ago. I never watched it on release. It's It does need trimming, but then again... I'm going to go back to the Blade Runner 2049 conversation. Uh, we had a too long film.
2: Oh, God, yeah.
1: yeah. A science fiction film, trying to do similar yeah, it, sort of it's, things. Um, it's concentrating... But,
2: Too much on being artistic rather than being factual. Okay,
1: this film here, did it need three hours to tell the story? No, 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 no. definitely not. Not at all? No. I th- I mean, it's difficult
3: to say because if I didn't watch it and see the three hours, maybe I might have been asking why, what is going on. Mm. But they could have. He could have written it, wrote it, the... Um, and explained it in a very short way, there's a certain bits that didn't need to happen. So
4: yeah.
3: maybe, yeah, as Paul said, half hour take off. Um, Four minutes might be too much, but it had enough in it to explain how yeah. it starts, where it's going, and what's happening. Yeah, Which is fine, which is every film needs the three parts of why, where, and when. Yeah. And, that's yeah. A, yeah, yeah, and, and it, it has that. And yeah, that that's it all had it needs. to have the crop part at the beginning
2: for yeah. the, like... The, the code from the books yeah, and cops, everything.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: But it it did really draw it out, whereas they could have like skipped quite quickly yeah. to the yeah, they could, sort they of could base. Have skipped it. And, yeah.
1: I mean I can't I, I'm be, I'm picking. I'm being so That's big. what I'm saying, the, the thing I'm getting from Paul is Paul loves this movie and mm. to be honest, if they had another twenty minutes he would still have watched it. You yeah, I've really yeah, watched this film
3: much. I've watched this film more than 10 times yeah yeah. But, um, and have you watched all the big screen have you seen it in the cinema I, I no,
2: I've never seen this I, I mean
3: have, purely as much as I love films and I, I don't, don't care what them. says I would only watch a Star Wars or a Marvel film in the cinema purely for my uncomfortableness I can't see in them chairs oh. I, <laughs> if I had if I watched it straight at home on a cinema screen I, I really would but I cannot yeah. sit in, in a cinema. I don't like people, yeah. so I, I'm, <laughs> I'm very much, I, I like to watch a film without anyone eating, anyone drinking, anyone doing anything. I want to yeah. watch it so I can watch it. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I worked for Interstellar and it genuinely, I thought Matthew McConaughey was superb, superb yeah. Yeah. in this role. Mm-hmm. Uh, with how he went through um, and I genuinely think since the man had his hair sorted out he genuinely got better rate. <laughs> since he got yeah. his hair yeah. he did it. he had hair restoration done <laughs> and since then he got better uh, in TV shows he true detective <laughs> would you reckon so, he
1: got this more confidence because yeah. of that is and it? I yeah it yeah. is that it purely is he'd become
3: uh, uh, he, he felt better in himself which was proven in this film yeah I mean Anne Hathaway's role was superb yeah because she was very selfish yeah. Matt Damon didn't need to be Matt Damon they could was have character. put yeah, anyone in that role. Too, I think mate. they put him in there because of the Martian and adding on from that yeah, film. Making it a part the before he's the placed,
1: Martian, wasn't it? It, it was slightly was, yeah, before the Martian. Yeah.
3: But the, it was while the film was being made, but yeah. I, I can't. It, it was I a case. Fall, yeah, it, it was for no um, making it. It,
2: um, got, it, it was a case of just putting a star in where a star didn't need to be.
1: I like things when they do that when they get the cameo that you're But that's the thing expecting. it worked. I love yeah.
3: that. It worked. If I was to change it then maybe I would have just gone it doesn't matter who it is yeah. but it made people go oh fuck it's Matt Damon. But yeah exactly. Yeah. And I he got, got them back like up. That. He's in it for yeah. like 15 minutes. Yeah. I think that <laughs> some, that's good. Yeah. I think yeah. some part maybe Christopher Nolan thought hang on it is going it's, we're now in the second hour of the film how do I get people to go oh shit and that's what he's done he threw Matt Damon good in point. there yeah. they've gone Bloody oh good they've jumped yeah. up and gone shit Matt and it's got them back up. It's got yeah, their, yeah. They're, they've peaked. They've gone, oh, shit. And then they carry on. And he's
2: an evil, no, nasty fucker.
3: Regardless yeah. of what happens <laughs> with him, with what happens to people going, oh, I'm back up again. You've got my interest. You've peaked my interest. I want to see where this is going. Yeah. And it, he's managed to hit people that know nothing about science
4: yeah. and
3: people that know everything about science. Yeah. What Chris Nolan done with Interstellar, to me, is genius in the sense of – and not in a genius film – He's got people thinking, regardless of your yeah. intellect. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, that's what it. Yeah. Doesn't to me personally it doesn't give a shit what a scientist thinks. Mm. I don't care what the average person thinks. It is purely if you believe in whatever you believe in from watching it, fucking go with it and learn. Yeah, yeah. people have from it. People yeah. have taken up. There's a, a EdX is a website that do free online uh, courses. They've had an influx of like theoretical physicists of based off of that film. Really? Because people have gone, how? And third, fourth yeah. and fifth dimensional is, it, a tesseract is a fourth, mm. four-dimensional yeah. cube that we cannot see because we don't, it's there. That shit is there. So people that argue it's not, it's going to happen. <laughs> we just can't see it. And uh, to argue it, yeah. you'll be dumb to, because and the your fact kids that- will. Your kids will. Their kids will. And this yeah. film has just gone, do you know what?
1: You do not know. We've got an idea here. Yeah. This is what's going Because
3: on. time yeah. travel is real. And again, if I'm taking from this film to science, going from, if we go from here to Australia
4: yeah.
3: and back, if we could get something that flies quick enough, we've we've beaten time. Yeah. We can go, if there's a sun <laughs> rising, if there's a um, an eclipse in Australia and yeah. we can fly something quick enough to get us there and get back, we can see two eclipses. Yeah. How is that possible without time travel? And that's not going, oh, the earth is spinning. It's time travel. But
1: time is is something we dictate. Exactly. Time is, is relative. Yeah, no, no, no Actually, time itself is we sixty seconds it. in a day. Yeah. We actually we did that. That's up. what happened. Yeah, right? yeah. No one so, told us it's yeah. man made
3: that. Right. And like everything that man makes. Yeah will fuck up eventually. And, and the fact so that, that it that's questions... That's the beauty of it. Did, with, with the Christopher Tesseract... Christopher changed our minds. With, with the oh. Tesseract, it <laughs> says Nolan that... is the Jimi Hendrix of films. Yeah. <laughs> they take that with the dose of energy.
2: Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I so say, with, with the Tesseract, it says that like he goes forward and he does the same code, but he also then adds the Morse code on the wristwatch yeah. to tell them not only the coordinates... But what they need to know going forward through the black hole, a tesseract is a fourth-dimensional square. Yeah, it it's it just sort of opens your mind as to there isn't just one fact in mind. There's the fact that you can go forward in time, which will then allow you to change the time line going forward again. There's there's, there's nothing set in stone. And until we are able to explore and understand the fact that there's more than three dimensions, then I don't think we'll know
3: it. To close this out, I would purely say is that if you haven't watched this film, watch it and decide for yourself because it's not a film that I would not recommend. It's also not a film that I would recommend. Just if you get the chance, watch this film and decide for yourself because no one can say if you are right or wrong in what you believe after watching it. If you yeah. think it's crazy, you're right. If you think it's right, you're right. I
1: don't think it's a film for everybody, though. It's
2: not a film everyone will like, and it's not a film that I would say, I love so for everyone me, should love. It's a film that you should watch and make up your own no. mind.
1: What about, the only thing I'm thinking of is, is, is people that don't, Appreciate science fiction at all? Get out of here! For
3: example, (laughs) for example, would be maybe I'm stereotyping, but say the same people that wouldn't watch a science fiction film about time travel, whatever.
4: Yeah.
3: Maybe the same people that might appreciate or might watch a film like Passion in the Christ. Yeah. And it would be no different than me saying to someone that believes in science, watch Passion in the Christ.
1: Gotcha. And
3: that's for me saying, with with everything, and I am and. and I've never been afraid to say something that might offend people, but I am anti-religion and pro-science. But religion is beautiful Mm -hmm. for the people that believe it, and if you believe in it, that's why it's beautiful. If you believe in science, that's why it's beautiful. So if somebody was to watch Interstellar and say, no, it's bullshit, then it is. To you, that is.
1: But uh, if you watch it and you think it's crap, never watch it again. Okay, let's boil this down to what this podcast is about, which is films. Yep. What would you recommend to people that like a good movie? Is this a movie to watch? Yes. Yeah, definitely. I, I would say Why you is want it a to good get movie lost? for a movie lover? Because, because a it will same? get lost. Yeah, it's it provoking. Yeah? Yeah.
3: You will get pulled into something you knew yeah. nothing about before and go shit. Excellent. That's why I wanted if to If you, do you don't
2: watch it on your own, if you watch it with two or three friends, it will provoke a conversation where you won't agree, because you mm. all have your different opinions. Yeah. And that's the beauty of the film. Unless you're and, a physicist.
1: And we're saying, visually, it is
3: perfect. spectacular. Mm. It
1: won an Oscar. You said Hans Zimmer's music is just I think, perfect like, I, think, I
3: mean with it. Paul just mentioned about Oscars, but I think you need to take that stuff away from every film. I think any film that has an Oscar, that's a political thing. It's, it's, it's like saying somebody was the best prime minister or president. It's, it's crap it's purely based on how you can... Draw. Hans Zimmer, if you can pull in the best to do it... John Williams still does Star, um, Star Wars music because he's the best at what he does. Hans Zimmer does it. And he, it's the thought, thought-provoking music that draws you in. Yeah. If you take that away, maybe the film could be less as good yeah. as it is. You can't... A director of a film is only as good as what he brings in. And if he doesn't bring in the best uh, musicians, the best actors... that then he's got nothing. He's just left with what he an idea. And Christopher Nolan has to have props in what he's done, Hans Zimmer for the music, and the actors genuinely gave the all. I can't yeah. even fault Matt Damon, and I'm not a huge fan of Matt Damon.
1: No. I he's to Charlie done today, well. Charlie hates Anne Hathaway with really? a passion. She's crapping a lot, but in yeah. this year... Shakespeare liked. Well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> um... So, Interstellar We'll take a short break And we're going to come back With what we're going to be reviewing next time And
0: now, preview time When it comes to entertainment You can't beat a good film
1: So let's take a look at what's coming your way Okay, what we're watching next time um, Liam, it's your choice Well, next time. So Charlie's not going to be with us. We we do know Charlie's not going to be with
3: us. No, unfortunately, my lovely friend Charles (laughs) isn't going to be here. Um, So what
1: what are we going to talk about next time, mate? For me, I'm going to
3: pick, uh, and this is my favourite film ever. Ever go go for it.
1: Go on. It's the 1994
3: cult classic. Before anyone (laughs) argues, Um, the late Brandon Lee's The Crow.
1: We need to talk about this, <laughs> and trust me, we will.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's it for the stinking pause on this episode, Liam. I'm really looking forward to talking about the crime, mate. Me too, um, Liam Paul. Thank you for being here this evening. You can follow us on Twitter at Stinking Pause. The website is uh, thestinkingpaws at and emails and mp3s can be sent to thestinkingpaws at gmail.com. We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. Boys, thank you very much. It's been a thank pleasure. You. Thank you. Thank, thank you, me. sir. See you next time. Cheers. Goodbye. bye Bye-bye.
0: The management of this theatre suggests that for the greater entertainment of your friends who have not yet seen the picture, you will not divulge to anyone the secret of the ending. to catch on a fence. You dudes get lost now, you hear. Good night, ladies. Good night, sir. When you feel down, try positive thinking. That's what I told the man. said. Don't wear a frown, try positive thinking. Laugh at your troubles instead. You've got to look on the bright side. On hope so much depends With your confidence sinking Positive thinking Helps you on the way, my friend When things look black Try positive thinking Treat every season of spring No glancing back Try positive thinking Trust what tomorrow may bring This crazy world that we live in We'll keep on spinning round But with good, strong, positive thinking We'll get together and life won't let us down Shut up, you ugly bitch
4: Oh, shut up, we enjoy
0: it
1: Interstellar Released in the UK on the 7th of November 2014. Directed by Christopher Nolan, starring Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, Jessica Chastain, I believe Michael Caine's in there. he? Yes, yeah, yep. John Lithgow. Oh, there's quite a few famous names. It's, yeah. it's a, and strangely
2: enough, one of the ones that doesn't get mentioned much. the
3: Affleck. Matt Dillon. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon's in Matt Damon, not Matt Damon, in but also, yeah. Casey, also Affleck. A- Casey Affleck Casey yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean Matt Dillon is a giant drop compared to me saying Jesse Affleck <laughs> yeah <laughs> shall we start that again Matt do you Dillon's want me to do that again Should we do that again that was a complete because we both fucked rest.
1: up <laughs> 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 that was a complete fucking mess
3: <laughs> getting the surnames right is better than getting the
1: first Tell you what just let me read out the three yeah and shut the up yeah and take two.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the blooper. <laughs>